All right, welcome to Pack Doc Podcast, episode 91. We have a very special guest today. Her name's Erin. She's a certified dog trainer at Canine Revolution Dog Training. And I just have to say, Erin's first podcast, mm. she's been on our team for a while, her first podcast, and she got the new podcast equipment. So, very you know, nice. Ben gets amped up about his podcast equipment. He got a new <laughs> table. He got some new chairs with cushions on them. Some would say because I got certified. Beca- because of you. Right, because he knew you were coming on the podcast. <laughs> and also the chairs recline. They have armrests. They have butt cushions. Oh, yeah. So all former podcast guests, if you want to come enjoy the new podcast equipment, let us know. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> back in the day, oh, Aaron, we go. back in the day, our podcast equipment was a plastic table that you could barely put your microphone on and some folding metal chairs. Well, Can you imagine? These are so comfy I could just fall asleep. I know. That could be a problem. Uh, that could be a potential problem. Someone's talking, then all of a sudden they fall asleep. That's why we got our goes. Well, we got our Jockos going. <laughs> and Aaron's on the 50-50 sweet tea lemonade. Ben's on the pink mist. I'm on the mango. So anyway, today we're here to talk to Aaron, learn about her, get some of her lessons learned mm. from life up to this point. A lot of life left for Aaron, but up to this point, some lessons learned. So Aaron, give us a quick intro on you. Where'd you grow up? We'll start there. Where'd you grow up? I grew up in Anne Arundel County, Maryland. Um, my parents were in different parts of the town, so separated from you know birth, essentially. Uh, my dad lived in Glen Burnie, and then my mom lived in Pasadena, Maryland. So going back and forth kind of from house to house all through my childhood. How close is that to the Naval Academy? Uh, Annapolis from pa- is closer to Pasadena, which is still about like 20 minutes away. Mm. Um, without traffic Mm. like the road to get there is essentially like 78 with like Mm. lights at every intersection so if you're in that traffic you're in it Um, but not far at all we would go watch the blue angels oh nice uh, and that was pretty cool to see all the time it would like shut down the whole highway and we Mm. would be camped out on the bridge to get into the naval academy that was pretty cool that's cool and then you always see the people in uniform walking around downtown annapolis Mm. And you're just kind of like, oh, get out of their way. Oh, yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> what uh, What were the seasons like in Maryland? Um, humid. There is humidity in the summer for sure. I don't think it's like here. Mm-hmm. Definitely not. Um, but, and then there's different parts of Maryland, like the eastern shore kind of like broken off, surrounded by the bay and uh, the ocean. Mm-hmm. That gets a lot more humid, but the winters were cold. Mm. I mean. Snow? I, Oh, yeah. I vividly remember one winter we got like 23 inches of snow. Holy cow. And, uh, That's the, like two feet. Yeah. It, it, we And then we had to go dig everyone out <laughs> and like, you know, digging our grandparents out of the snow. <laughs> like then my dad's like, oh, we, we should get this neighbor out and then we should get this neighbor. I'm like, OK, like at some point. Your dad's like, just helping the whole my neighborhood. My dad's just like supplying with the kids. us. Yeah. Like, I mean, we didn't know any different and we're just going and clearing their sidewalks, clearing, you know, so they can get to their cars, their driveways. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, we would definitely get some snow as times has got, we've gotten older, like in recent years, less snow, mm. I will say, but global warming. Yeah, for sure. Mm. It's scary. Interesting. Yeah. But still some intense snows, a lot of like, you know, sleet, hail. Yeah. Um, but you know, typical all four seasons yeah. you experience them. Gotcha. Gotcha. What was your childhood like growing up, getting into high school? What's that time span look like mm. for you? Uh, well, From the elementary years, I was in a private school, so went that route. Um, 
You once. had to wear uniforms there? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it was so bad because it was like we had girls would either wear jumpers. And if you didn't want to wear that, then you had to wear shorts with like a belt. And a like jumper is the all one piece dress, like thing? a dress with like, mm. and then a short sleeve button up underneath of it. Mm. And then if Dang. you didn't want to wear that, you wore the button up shirt with shorts and then like a belt. But our school didn't have AC. And so in the, in, the, in the summer, like when it's hot, mm. they would open up the doors, but like you would like suck in and feel your belt, like come off your, like, that's just something what? I remember so vividly. This is why you're so opposed to belts. <laughs> I don't, yeah, I don't <laughs> like belts. They just feel constraining. And then like you, yeah, it was, it was so bad. But uh, essentially once my sister, cause it went up to middle school. So mm. once you were out of eighth grade, you had to go to a different school. Mm-hmm. And if you continued private, then there was like feeder systems and things like that. Um, once my sister got out of eighth grade, they kind of decided we're going to go the public school route. I was transitioning into middle school. So we both went into the public school system mm. and, uh, I went to the middle school near my dad's house. I started in like a feeder program, mm. um, for what was in high school, the IB program, which was like a international baccalaureate program. Essentially like all my classes were like AP. Mm. Um, and in I was middle school and like middle school was just setting us up for oh, like, okay. cause there was like other aspects of it. Like the, uh, they were really big on like culture. And so like, kind of like, different types of I would say interactive styles but more like learning styles so Mm. like teaching us about that teaching us the different ways to learn and like Mm. study and like really setting us up so that when we went into high school we were kind of prepared for the level of classes we were about to take Mm -hmm. but I was never good at school like Mm. I mean I just wasn't that person Mm. I mean so we get into high school and I mean I'm in these classes all my friends are in like the normal like honors classes that I wanted to be in Mm. but I'm with like this select like group of kids who like yeah I made friends with like by the time I graduated but I was kind of like segregated from (laughs) all of them I but that was the only way I could go to that high school because I because my mom's address was Pasadena Mm. at the time my dad then moved so he was in Pasadena as well Mm. so if I was to get out of that program I would have switched high schools Mm. um so but sports were a big part of my life growing up I played um from elementary school my dad was just always like you need to do something Mm -hmm. I grew up uh, playing softball and I was on my sister's team. She's three years older than me. Mm. My mom coached it, so it was like I felt like I had to play, like, you know. <laughs> Family ordeal. Yeah, it was one of those. They were like, hey, we need one more player. Do you want to play? And yeah. I'm like, you're basically telling me, like, yeah. I'm going to play softball. So yeah. I'm, I can't say no. Yeah. Um, so I said, yeah. So the youngest person on the team, and I kept up. But once my sister quit, I was like. I'm out of here. I'm not doing mm. softball anymore. Yeah. Like this yeah. is my out. And then my dad's like, well, you need to do something. Mm. So I tried basketball. That was not good. Uh, <laughs> not a good, not fun. Not a good season as a spectator either. I think the only time I made a basket was when a kid hit the ball out of my hand on the other team. <laughs> oh and then, uh, but then after that season, I tried soccer and that like stuck. Oh yeah. So I liked at, in the elementary years, it was co-ed. Yeah. I felt like, I liked playing against the boys because I would like 
make them fall and that was fun i had no idea what i was doing but they would fall and i was like this is a cool sport (laughs) (laughs) i think when you're like in elementary and middle i think you just do all the sports yeah i'm pretty sure you're just figuring it out yeah because i remember playing basketball or trying to play basketball yeah not good at that i did soccer i was more of just like the tackle guy on (laughs) soccer you know yeah swimming our parents made us swim Mm. you know yep we got lots of uh pictures of us as kids and speedos oh nice you know (laughs) i have lots i did swimming too i have lots of one pieces (laughs) i had fair skin growing up so my parents were just like you need to wear one piece all the time (laughs) and then if it wasn't on swim team i was wearing the giant t-shirt too so i didn't get sunburned yeah but uh yeah so i did swimming too eventually from soccer that co-ed team someone like suggested i come out for this club team um and I went out, and that coach, like, he took me on the team for some reason. Mm. Like, compared to the girls he had, I was – I didn't know anything. He had to teach me everything I know or mm. now know about soccer. Yeah. Um, so I was on that team until I graduated high school. So that carried into middle school years, high school years. There were girls on the club team from all over the county. So that mm. was, like, girls in my high school, girls at that private school. It just worked out that way. That and was then, not affiliated with your school? No, no. No. And then on top of that, I still did high school sports. So I did high school soccer, high school track, and then I swam through like a community team, mm. like growing up. Nice. Um, but what's track busy. like? Track was, I loved track, yeah. but it was different um, from soccer. And my parents were so used to soccer schedule of mm. like practice starts at 3 30 it ends at 5 30 you pick up you go home everyone's doing the same thing yeah track I was on the sprinting team mm. so I was doing like the 200 the 400 and then like relays in that so practices were very different we had mm. like the pole vaulters the sprinters the long distance and they didn't like how there wasn't a consistent like practice ends at this time mm. and so um, and because someone had to pick me up, like, you know, either a parent was coming from Pasadena, from Glen Burnie or yeah. wherever all over, they were just like, you're not doing this anymore. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> but they had basically, I had to quit the team, but when I qualified for States, like uh, my relay team qualified for States and I was the anchor. So I was like finishing, which mm. is like, I was super pumped about. Yeah. And you didn't uh, get to do it. No. What? Yeah. And they had to find someone else. And Holy like, it, I, I hated, I never like other than softball, which I like that season ended, like yeah. we finished the season. I just did a different sport. Yeah. I'd never quit anything before. And I just, I hated that. Mm. Like, but I mean, I really didn't have a choice either. Like yeah. if my parents told me I can't do something, there's yeah. nothing I can do. Yeah. Um, and at the time, like my grades, my math grade was a little rocky. So they kind of used that as a reason too. And, mm. uh, math just wasn't my thing. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, they're like, you need to focus on math. You have soccer. And so, I mean, I didn't get to go, but yeah. I loved track cause it felt like, although you have like that team score, yeah. there was like an individual aspect to it. Right. right. Like when you're right. winning your races and things like that, yeah. honestly, like I didn't realize there was team scores until like we're halfway through the meets, like mm. all of, of our season and mm. we were doing well, but I yeah. was like, what are you talking about? I got, I got second. I got first. Oh, yeah. Like, what are we talking about? And they're yeah. like, yeah, but we, we lost as a team. Yeah. And I'm like, Oh, <laughs> so I didn't necessarily know like, you know, what the track meets were consisting of. Um, yeah. I was just told like, stay in shape for soccer, do something in your off season. And I picked that up and, uh, I, sprinting I, will definitely keep you in shape for soccer. Oh yeah. Seems like anyway. Oh yeah. You know, I mean, I, no, and my dad was always good about like, you know, 
when I was less motivated, he kept me in shape. He would oh, be yeah. riding his bike. And oh, like, he'd I'd make be, you run with him? And I'd be running <laughs> alongside of him. Or, like, yeah. that's where swim swim definitely kept me in shape, too. Yeah. Um, and I, I really enjoyed swimming as well. What I remember about the swim team is the swim meets where you go, you played board games for like five hours, you swim one lap, and then you're done. Yeah, basically, <laughs> basically. And like you, you just sit there, you write your events all over your hand, yeah. and like it means nothing because right. it's like you're like freaking out of, or at least I am. I'm like, when's my number called? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. And I just remember the taco in the bags. I don't know if you guys had <laughs> those. I don't think so. They would take a Fritos bag and crumple it up and then put some ground beef in it. Oh, and then nice. some cheese and oh, like make good. it a taco. Oh yeah, and with I, the Frito remnants. On oh it. yeah, yeah, that's and, a, that um, sounds good actually. I want to do that right now. Oh, and then they expanded <laughs> to like Doritos. I was about to say you get the Cool Ranch Dorito mm-hmm. bag with the crumbs in it. Yeah. Put the ground beef and the cheese. Oh yeah, it was a sure whole like warm. potluck event. And oh I mean, dude. I mean, that if, sounds good. <laughs> I, my love for food started at a very young age, and uh, <laughs> when I thought of swim events, I thought of that. Like yeah. you know. Um, I or hate. you could take the hint of lime tortillas, <laughs> tortilla chips, you know what I'm talking about? You can get creative with the brief with it. beef in there, put the cheese, that sounds amazing. It was good. <laughs> I mean, if you saw me walking around a swim meet, there was a taco in the bag in my hand, like for sure. That's a freaking good idea, yeah. dude. Then if they couldn't find me for my event, I was getting a taco in the bag. <laughs> so, but yeah. I did like the swim meets. It always like, it was fun, you know, seeing people cheer for you and again, another individual individual thing mm-hmm. you know like when you come up for air and you just hear like mm-hmm. the cat like ah, oh, yeah. Ah, oh yeah like people freaking out what stroke were you swimming uh i was mainly like freestyle but i really liked butterfly mm. oh you like butterfly i always got dq'd from breaststroke really i could not figure out that really? stroke for the life of me really no i mean I, and if i did but you I, could figure out butterfly oh i loved butterfly like i was like you know sometimes on the side we're trading events like oh, yeah. you know what i mean like they wouldn't know the difference oh really yeah and oh, like people were, and my uh grandfather was really into swimming and mm. he always said my backstroke was really good but mm. the issue was i could never stay in a straight line yeah. i would always like bump the line <laughs> the lane bumpers and yeah. it really irritated me because yeah. those things hurt yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah when you're slamming into them and you're yeah. kicking super hard and all yeah. that yeah and i didn't like like reaching my my head back to check where the wall was oh, in yeah. backstroke oh, so yeah, yeah that just, is weird if you get your nose under the water yeah <laughs> i remember one time i was on those those things you got to jump off of i don't know what they're mm. called the boxes the diving blocks yeah at a, at a swim meet it was like towards dark and i literally jumped off and as soon as i did a bug was flying as fast as it could landed in my ear oh no and so i like get hit in the side <laughs> of the head i'm like oh and i get into the water i'm doing the swim <laughs> I'm feeling this thing in my ear. I'm starting to freak out. Oh, no. I finish the swim. I get out the water. It's still in my ear. Ew. Can't get it out. No. And so I go home that night, go to my bathroom, get a Q-tip, stick it in there, launch this thing out of the ear. It's like some kind of weird bug. Oh, no. That was super weird. You'd push that in further with a Q-tip. That's gross. I had to get it out, though. No. That was super weird. The worst thing, and also, like, with swim meets is, like, girls had to wear the swim caps. Mm. Yeah. And uh, I hated those. Mm, I hated putting them on. But then, like, when you dive in off the diving block, you find out you didn't put it on right when Mm. you dive into the water. And then your goggles, your your swim cap fly off. What the heck? And, like, you just keep going. But, like, you're at a disadvantage at that point. And it's, like, then your hair's wet, which it's, like, super hard to get the swim cap back on if your hair. It's a whole thing. Yeah, that's annoying. I hated that. Yeah. I remember trying to wear those, but 
I hated them. So. <laughs> but the early mo- swim practices were always early in the morning. Yeah. The pool's freezing cold. But I, I do remember it. that. Yeah. Definitely remember that. Good, Good for times. discipline. Good times. Good for mental toughness as oh, a yeah. kid. Oh, yeah. So when you're in high school, what do you think you want to do with your life? What were you thinking about after high school? Uh, the issue is I didn't. I don't think I was. Mm. Like, I mean, I always tried to, like, figure out um, what my interests were. You know, I feel like I went through, like, the psychology. Like, mm. I was really interested in that. I was really interested in, like, criminal justice. Oh, nice. You know, I watched my CSI, yeah. my SVU. I yeah. was like, this is this is good stuff. This is you. This is what I want to do. Like, yeah. I want to figure get to the bottom of all this. I'm yeah. like... I'm like watching the TV shows. I'm like, did you ask that person? What were mm-hmm. they doing? But, um, you know, that's why you have your investigation skills you have today. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, uh, you know, when I would get into like those classes, like I said, it was just so hard for me to focus in school. Mm-hmm. I mean, I also, I, my childhood was a little stricter. Like mm-hmm. my parents were strict on me, you know, I was, you know, in trouble sometimes. Quite a lot a bit, of times. A lot of times. <laughs> um, so it was just, I had a strict childhood. I mm-hmm. felt like if I was to hang out with my friends, it's mm-hmm. in school. It's during school. Mm-hmm. Like, I would miss a lot of events that were going on outside of school. And so I tried to make up for it by, like, hanging out in school, which is what you're not supposed to do, right? <laughs> like, you're supposed to be learning. Right. But, uh, yeah, so. You do what you got to do. I was trying to make it work. I, had yeah. a, I was trying to be a social butterfly without yeah. being a social butterfly. Yeah. Um, but I was like, oh, well, you know, our school finally, my program that I was in off started offering the psychology classes Mm. and I was like, I'll see what this is like in high school. Yeah. 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 And, but it was like, I couldn't take classes outside of my program Mm. unless it was like, uh, an extracurricular class. And like, I was always taking, I loaded my extracurriculars up with PE. Mm. I was doing like fitness for life. I was doing like team sports soccer. And then I was doing weight training every semester. Like I just loaded up my schedule with those. Yeah. Um, To the point where by the time I graduated, they were like, there's no more weight training classes for you. And I was (laughs) like, I just kept signing up. Like they got to make a new one. They were just like advanced level four. Well, (laughs) and it's like, you don't like graduate. It's just like when you take one and you pass, you go to two. And it's like, it didn't mean mean anything because like honestly I was probably goofing off in those too yeah I was Mm -hmm. working out but like Mm -hmm. there was never like you know I wasn't giving a hundred percent effort but I liked Mm -hmm. the environment yeah and um so like that's what I wanted to spend my extracurriculars on so Mm -hmm. they offered uh the IB psychology and I was like this is so hard like it was so much studying, like mm. cases, case studies, you know, all of the definitions, all the terms, like things we use now in Operant our career. Conditioning. Oh yeah, classical but, conditioning. But in the school environment, I was like, oh, my head is not here. Yeah. Like you know what I mean? I'm, yeah. I'm, and even when I thought it was, like I would have days where it was better than others, easier for me to focus and like really just like get down into studying. I'd be like, yeah, I got this, and then mm-hmm. I take the test, and I'm like. Oh yeah, that was an easy B. Yeah. And I get it back and it's like C, you know, a D. I'm like, "All right, so yeah. maybe I'm not good at this." So I really struggled to find what I wanted to do mm-hmm. out of high school. Mm-hmm. I was just so focused on sports as well that I was like, you know, my parents just kind of told us like, "Hey, you guys are going to college after school." Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and but Part it of wasn't that generation. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It wasn't really like an option thing. There wasn't any other discussions about like, hey, let's really analyze what you're good at here. Mm. You know what I mean? They mm-hmm. were just like, you figure out what you want to do, what you want to major in, but you need to go to school. Like, mm. you're not going to get a job if you don't have a degree, which yeah. like, they're just doing what they think is best. Right. But 
I was like, well, I'm going to school for soccer. Like, mm-hmm. I'm playing college soccer. So yeah. that was my focus. Like, I spent so much time getting the highlight tapes, like, reaching out to coaches, doing tours specifically for sports. Mm-hmm. That, like, that's what I picked a school based on. I didn't mm-hmm. pick a school based on a major, which yeah. it came back to, I feel like, you know, bite me in the butt as I transitioned into college. Mm-hmm. Um but it was like, I don't know how you're supposed to know what you want to do yeah. at such a young age. Yeah, I mean, I would no have way. random ideas. I'd be like, yeah, I want to be like a vet. And then, you know, my dad was always like, you know, the master of showing you every perspective where he's mm-hmm. like, I know you love animals, but you know that you're like, sometimes you're dealing with sick animals that mm. you put down and that don't make it. And I'm like, Never mind. Like I'm not doing that. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. and then I was like, always said I was gonna own a rescue. Mm. Well, you know, you can't save every every animal. Mm. Like, you know, mm. and sometimes you have to put them down. I'm like, then I'm not doing that. Like, <laughs> so there was always that balance out, and I was yeah. just like, I'll figure it out. What was he saying about soccer? You're like, I want to play soccer. Yeah, yeah I mean, I mean, and I never thought I was gonna be some professional player. Right, you know what I mean? Right. So, but I think they knew like that was my way to college like Mm -hmm. that was like you know if I got a scholarship things like that like they were looking forward to that helping me out in getting there Mm -hmm. um but there wasn't a lot of like conversations about like what I was gonna major in or anything like that Mm -hmm. and uh it was more so like you need to figure out where you're going you know Mm -hmm. so I think they just kind of trusted that it would work out once I got there yeah so what'd you end up doing How'd you end up deciding what you're going to major in and where you're going? Yeah. I mean, I ended up deciding where I was going based off of, you know, doing tournaments and like uh, coaches would, we would either invite coaches to come watch the tournaments or we would have like, like showcases where colleges were already there anyways. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's ended up how like I got my like looks. So Mm. uh, college coaches would reach out to my club coach and like he would call me and be like, you need to look at this college. They just spent 45 minutes talking to me about the game you played and yada, Mm -hmm. yada, yada. So um, that's how I got a lot of interest. I did a lot of tours based off that. And I think I toured I mean, countless schools, but like seriously toward like four. Mm -hmm. Um, And one was in North Carolina, one was in Virginia Beach, and one was in Pennsylvania, or two were in Pennsylvania. Mm -hmm. And I just forever had something against Pennsylvania. Like I was like, (laughs) I'm not going, like I'm not getting more cold. Like I'm going south. Like my sister, she was already in college at Coastal Carolina. Mm. My brother, older brother was in Frostburg, which is like Northern Maryland. And I was like, that looks miserable. <laughs> Kelsey looks like she's having the, a blast. Like, yeah. oh, that's yeah. what I want. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Coastal. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so uh, there was the one school in Virginia Beach. I went to uh, and checked everything out, and it was a small campus. It's a private school right outside of Virginia Beach, right next to the naval base there. Mm. Um, and toured, you know, did, like, my overnight visit. You know, things were fine. And the other school I went to was uh, a higher division than Virginia or Virginia Wesleyan, mm-hmm. uh, which was Wingate in North Carolina. Mm. But when I went to tour and like it was great, like they were like, yeah, you get all this uniform like you get you get to pick out your cleats. We give them to you like, oh, you know, and like we were doing tournaments and like, honestly, it was like great. But mm-hmm. it was in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> like there was nothing <laughs> around yeah. that college. And like they were talking like. They were super excited because on the campus they were getting a Ruby Tuesdays. Oh shoot! 
Oh, shoot. And Ruby Tuesdays is good. Oh, I do not like Ruby Tuesdays. <laughs> you don't like Ruby Tuesdays? I despise Ruby Tuesdays. <laughs> they used to have a good salad bar. Everyone talks about the salad bar. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm not a salad girl. I sound like an old person right now, don't I? <laughs> you get the all, I'm going to get the salad, the $5.99 all you can eat salad bar. And it's like, I got lettuce and ranch. I'm like, literally, like, I don't want this. <laughs> so Ruby Tuesdays wasn't cutting it for you. No, no, n- not at all. And I mean, but it was a cool like dynamic. Like honestly, a better dynamic than what I had at Virginia Beach. But mm. I'm thinking like Wingate was eight hours from home. You know, <clears throat> I was that high school kid that was like, oh, I have my relationship that mm. I'm gonna make. I can't be eight hours away. Right, you know what right, I mean? Right. And then. uh but also, like, Virginia Beach is four hours. There's Virginia Beach right there. Um, and so I ended up going with Virginia Wesleyan. And I did my year. I made the, you know, I was recruited there. But there was, ended up being, like, cut tryouts and cuts, which really? I wasn't aware of. Yeah, so I made the team. I did my first year there. Ultimately, just, like, was not for me. Um, me and the coach did not get along. Uh, basically like I didn't see a lot of the field you know Mm. and I mean which was fine like but whenever I'd have meetings with him on figuring out because it was different for me like not trying to be cocky but Mm -hmm. like I did play a lot in my club teams and in high school so it was like and when he recruited me for the position that I was in I'm thinking it's because like you need that position you know what I mean which is what was the those were the conversations we were having Mm -hmm. while like being recruited yeah and um it just wasn't the case when I got there and it was just, I would have conversations with him. Like, what can I be doing to improve? And he basically just wanted me playing a totally different position. Mm. Like I was right footed. He wanted me on the left side. He wanted Mm. me in midfield, which I was totally fine with doing midfield because I played defense and it was essentially the same thing. Like the outside position was running all the way up the field anyway. But he was like, you have the endurance. Like I want you doing midfield, um, but you need to be on the left side. And I was like, all right. I was like, I can do that. Mm -hmm. But then I quickly learned that that meant he wanted me using my left foot. Mm. And so any time, even if I like compensated it for in my speed to be able to utilize my left foot on the, on the, or the, my right foot Mm -hmm. on the left side of the field, he'd pull me from the game. Mm. Like even if it was a successful, like, you know, we got a goal or it was a good play or like whatever, he would pull me. And so I was just like, I I don't know what's going on here. Like, it killed my confidence. Like, Mm. I was like, I can't do anything. Practices, I was like, keeping up with seniors, you know, I'm holding my own. Like, I'm holding the defensive line when I would go in drills. Like, I'm like, I don't know what you need from me. Like, Mm -hmm. and there was no coaching from, like, to, like, help me get better. It would just Mm -hmm. be meetings that we would have where he's like, I just need you to get better at that left foot. Mm. And, like... I would try, but at yeah. the end of the day, like I've spent so many years just working with my right foot, you yeah. know, and yeah. like fine tuning that, that it was like, it was hard. It was like starting from ground zero. Yeah. It felt like, like I felt like I couldn't even kick a ball. Yeah. Um, so killed my confidence. I like didn't know what I wanted to do. I came home that summer, <clears throat> you know, telling my parents, I, I don't think he's going to have me on the team next year. Like I, I, this is between freshman and sophomore year. Yeah. 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 I was like, I think, you know, tryouts come along. I, I'd already gotten, like, subtle hints. I've gotten, like, basically, like, when we did overnights with other upcoming freshmen when I was a freshman, they would, like, have us come in the room, be like, do we think this person's going to be a good fit? Mm. And there would be girls that are like, no. 
Mm. which I'm like, that's not up for up, up to me to decide, right. you know, like that's my thought process. Like right. if they think they're a good fit, if you think they're a good fit, then we're going to come here and play soccer together. Right. You know what I mean? Um, and, but basically he would take those people's advice and be like, all right, well then I won't have them on the team. Mm. And I think that's what kind of went my way. Cause during like my overnight visit, mm. the girl I had was a junior, mm. which like, juniors aren't supposed to have overnight visits mm. there's it's only supposed to be the freshmen so something happened there where mm-hmm. she was assigned me mm. and basically I was passed she was like well I have plans with my boyfriend tonight so <laughs> you're gonna go with this person but then she has to be here by this time so you're gonna go with this person and hey do me a favor don't say anything to coach mm. and I'm like okay yeah but uh, and so they were you know I go back in for the meeting he's like how was your overnight I was like it was great yeah. like you know what I mean but it was hard for me to get settled wherever I went because mm-hmm. I was always going somewhere else yeah um and I have a feeling like I will never know but I have a feeling when she got pulled in to have her meeting mm-hmm. she was just like yeah I just don't know that it's gonna work out mm-hmm. you know what I mean mm-hmm. and he because he did kind of cut off contact with me mm. right before the school year started interesting and like I was reaching out I'm like I because fall athletes go sooner they yeah. go like two weeks before the regular school year starts for preseason yeah I was like I need information like even my parents were like we need to know what to do like yeah. where do we go what when do you have to be there and he wasn't answering me Mm. and uh it got to the point where I was just like look am I not you know I'd paid the deposit I paid all the school fees like as he told me to yeah but you're I know he ghosted he's ghosting me yeah you know and I'm like what's going on and he's like oh sorry I've been busy but like Mm. yeah be here by this time this time and then so essentially like you can't he has to take on the freshman he recruited Mm -hmm. but then he's talking to us about you know with these upcoming freshmen that Mm. sophomore year he doesn't have to take them Mm. so I'm getting the vibe that Mm. that's going to be me you know what I mean Mm because he was like he just wasn't helping me out coach wise he Mm -hmm. wasn't like working with me yeah and I wasn't getting playing time yeah so I was like going home I was super upset I'm like I don't want to be there if I'm not on the team like The college campus is so small. You could walk the whole thing in five minutes. Like, I'm like, I would be constantly reminded of, like, the team, not being on the team, seeing the girls. And, like, I don't know what I would do without sports. What were you majoring in at the time? At the time, I was doing criminal justice. Criminal justice. Yeah. yeah. How was the classes going? It was good, but it was just, like, the intro classes you take Mm, as a freshman. 101, Yeah. Like, it's like you take maybe one class in your, like, major. You're not even in your major. No, no. So it was more like high school continuing high school classes um which what'd you end up doing i well my parents cut the cord yeah my parents were like listen we're not gonna pay because it was an expensive compared to like a a public college this Mm -hmm. was a private college Mm -hmm. like we can't even with your scholarship like we can't we're not gonna send you there for you to not love it right and i was like makes sense but like school starts in a month yeah like what am i supposed to do (laughs) and like they were just kind of like figure it out Mm. and so I was applying to all these in-state schools very last minute Mm -hmm. and it essentially just came down to like yeah I was getting accepted but like then okay what's your soccer team look like oh we're full oh we're not accepting any walk-ons we're not Mm. doing this so I ended up going community college for Mm. that year um no soccer I played soccer there they had sports um this is close to your house. It's close, close to, to yeah, close and to it's home. it's like the Anne Arundel Community College, so the whole like county pools from there. Mm. So like essentially like high school all over again a right. little bit. Like right. I saw kids I hadn't seen since you know senior year, so like right. a years passed, but they're playing sports. So I was able to pick back up with them, 
but it wasn't anything crazy. And yeah. then, uh, you know, my coach, my soccer coach, like me and a girl I played club team with, we were the captains. Um, and then he had us run cross country in the same season. So mm. we were doing two sports at once. We ended up like, he was like, look, you're not going to get anything crazy from soccer. He's like, I'm just being real with you. We mm -hmm. barely had a roster. Like mm. girls would always get hurt. Um, girls just weren't committed. So like they'd miss all these games. And it was very like not formal. It was very right. informal, like compared right. to like what I came from the year before. Right. You know what I mean? So he was like, come to cross country you'll go to nationals, you'll actually get something. Mm -hmm. And I was like, all right. So, yeah. I mean, it was just like five Ks. Yeah. And so I would do soccer practice, go to cross country practice right after. And, uh, we ended up going to nationals for that. Um, and I got recruited for cross country, not for, <laughs> not like for like after community college, yeah. we didn't ever got looks for soccer cause our team just wasn't competing. Mm -hmm. Um, so, you know, a couple schools wanted me to run their cross country team. I was like, I hate running. Like, <laughs> I like running in soccer, but like yeah. I did this cause like, I just wanted to be able to say I won something, yeah. you know what I mean? And yeah. it was also like pressure from the soccer coach who was also the cross country coach right. telling us like, Hey, you're my captains. Like you should do this. And mm -hmm. like to tell him, no, I just felt super weird. So right. I was like, yeah, sure. Whatever. You yeah. know what yeah. I mean? What were you majoring in criminal justice still? No, at that time I had like taken from what I learned from Virginia Wesleyan like with that coach mm -hmm. and I was just basically like I don't want people to feel this way like mm -hmm. the way I felt super alone mm -hmm. like I felt isolated I uh, even in like a team setting like it was weird I would be surrounded by people but just feel like the outcast and so I was like I want to help kids not feel this way mm -hmm. and so I was like I want to be a guidance counselor mm -hmm. uh, you know especially in high school like help kids through their just going through life events and mm -hmm. then helping them with what's after high school because mm -hmm. you know maybe it's not college maybe it's other routes and I wanted to give them like the actual tools to you know make those decisions for themselves yeah so uh, my stepmom was or is, is a middle school counselor mm -hmm. and so she was like listen I think it's great you want to do that but you need classroom experience mm. so that's when I started looking into teaching mm. um, so ACC, I was more so doing like transfer studies, so setting myself up to have all the transfer credits needed to go to any school afterwards and finish my degree mm -hmm. with a focus in education. So I was mm -hmm. taking a few like starting level like education courses, like childhood psychology, mm -hmm. you know, things like that. I was like going to schools and shadowing teachers for the day, mm -hmm. which was cool, but that was my focus there. So by the time I graduated or finished there, I had my associate's degree which in the state means I could go to any school in the state of the Maryland mm -hmm. and have like those credits, basically those high school courses taken care of right. that those, right. those like starting level requirements. Right. And I could just get right into my major. Yeah. Um, the issue was, is that, so once I figured out I wanted to be in education, I then transferred to Salisbury university and they didn't accept some of the credits I had from my first year of college because it was liberal arts. So like AACC took them, yeah. but Salisbury University didn't take them right so I had to take like a history class again I had to take uh, an English class again and I'm like technically like a junior like all these freshmen are in these classes I was like this sucks yeah. and like those are yeah. the classes that are like Monday Wednesday Friday 8 a.m. like I'm like I do not want to do this Ben's favorite <laughs> <laughs> yeah there was I mean there was some dropped classes because yeah. of that time there was some draw I was like I'll try again next semester yeah <laughs> I mean it was rough 
Um, yeah. All those lame classes anyway, they don't really matter. They don't matter. You know? I mean, I didn't understand it. Uh, yeah. There was one class, I mean, I would basically try to pick the easiest professor. <laughs> like, yeah. uh, there's like the ratemyprofessor.com. <laughs> I mean, I was using that left and right. Like, they'd be like, easy, easy grader. <laughs> like, just show up. Like, this guy, like, attendance, if you don't make it, you're not going to pass. Like, they're just like evaluating and like yeah. giving. So yeah. I would go on there and figure out who was the easiest grader who doesn't take attendance. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, all this stuff. I remember for the history class, I had a great one picked out. I was like, this is going to be easy. Yeah. Like, and I mean, unfortunately, like two, two weeks into it, he passes away. What? And I'm like, what happens now? What the heck? And they have a new professor come in and she's like, every day you're going to write your name on this list. Oh, shoot. And if you miss, you'd miss this amount. I, I do quizzes every day. And oh, I'm like, shoot, oh, she's mad. She's teaching this <laughs> class. And she's going to let us know. Yeah. And so it was like, I was like, God dang it. Like, <laughs> and I had to take the class. Like I, I pushed it along so long. Yeah. And I was like, I need to pass this. So mm. I was like, oh, of course this would happen. Holy cow, but, dude. uh, yeah. So, um, and then when I was in Salisbury, I did the club soccer and then I had like one more year of eligibility. I had to do an, a fifth year of school. Mm -hmm. So I was like, you know, um, I'll try just walking on for the team. Like, mm -hmm. what do I have to lose? And so I did a walk-on tryout, and they took me on for the, the college team. Mm. And at that time, I was, like, balancing school and having a full schedule. Mm -hmm. And then I was working essentially, like, 35 hours a week. And then I was playing college soccer. Yeah. Um, you got a full schedule. Oh, yeah. It was 35 full. hours a week of work as a full-time gig. <laughs> yeah. Plus school, plus, plus school. soccer. And it was manageable, like, as – because uh, at the time I was then focused on physical education mm. in in teaching. Yeah. So, you know, my classes were relatively like early. You know, we went into schools, we worked, and so I would work evenings. Mm -hmm. um, once college started, like, yeah, it was like I was primarily working uh, after practice. My boss was really accommodating of me coming, showing up later. Mm -hmm. um, so, and I'd miss like an hour out of the shift mm -hmm. and then we'd close around 11 mm. and then like he, he worked with my game schedule. So it was really cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, cause you, you drive around, you got to pay for gas. You yep. gotta, like, there was a bunch of things about being on the team that I had to pay mm. for, mm. um, like, you know, uniforms and stuff like that. And I was like, my parents aren't going to pay for this. Like, yeah. this yeah. is something I'm choosing to do. Yeah. So I was like, all right, well, got to work. Yeah. So so what happened after that? So you graduate, right? You graduate, you're done with soccer at the time? Yeah, I'm done with soccer. I graduated. I got a uh, job in a school. So mm -hmm. I was using my degree. Uh, I got a job as a health teacher in a high school for a public school. Um, relatively close to, at the time, I'd met Jake. So staying close to him. Um, where where we were, was this at again? Maryland this was in Maryland, Maryland, but he was stationed in Dover, Delaware. That's so. Right. Um, you know, I was like, my dad's like, come back over the bridge, which mm. wouldn't put me like two hours from Jake. I'm mm. like, yeah, right. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, so staying close to Jake. Oh yeah. I was like, I, I think I need to be close to this guy. I don't yeah. something's telling me to stay close. And yeah. so, uh, yeah, the school was still in Maryland, but it was 45 minutes from where Jake was. Mm. So, uh, and you know, I liked the school. It was like mm -hmm. that small town feel. It just felt right. Mm -hmm. Um, but I was hot. Like they promised, they were like, yeah, but we're going to move you into this physical education position. 
um, you know, the next year, the next Mm -hmm. year, the teacher's retiring. So you'll have that spot. Mm -hmm. And then, so I, that summer I was like, cool. I secured my job. I went to Australia for the summer because that's where my mom was living at the time. Mm -hmm. Uh, come back, go to work. And they hired another health teacher, promised her the same position for the next year that they (laughs) promised me. And I'm like, what's going on here? And, like, there's only one potential lady retiring. So, you know, we were just like, you know what, like, when the time comes, we'll figure it out. Mm -hmm. But we had to, like, totally recreate a health curriculum. Mm. I mean, the stuff was from, like, the the 80s. It was, like, super old videos, super old worksheets. And, like, at the time, like, we're passionate about health. Like, Mm -hmm. we still are. But, like, we're like, this stuff matters. Like, these kids have no idea how this is going to, you know, impact their life when they get older. We're like, we need to really make it stick. Because I remember falling asleep in my health class. Yeah. <laughs> so like, you know, we're young, we're like feeling like inspired, like mm-hmm. we're ready to take on, you know, this, all this, everything it has to offer. And then, uh, day one of school, I'm crying in my planning period. I was like, this is, this is crazy. I like, just remember like kids left. I like, I was like, what just happened? Like I had my lights off, my door shut. I'm having a moment. Mm. And then she, she was right across the hall from me. Like mm-hmm. we ended up being great friends. Yeah. She's right across the hall. This from was your me. competitor originally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I mean, we were just like, we were the closest in age like Mm -hmm. I was the youngest in the entire building Mm -hmm. she was like right next like near me in age everyone else and they're like on their way out like you know what I mean um so she comes over to me she's like are you gonna do this for the rest of your life Mm. I was like no (laughs) I was like in tears like this was your first day teaching. first day of teaching like I was like this was bad like you know you go into this mindset like oh I'm gonna be this cool teacher like I want them to like me yeah yeah and they walked all over it like you know what I mean and it it was like they just ate me alive like Mm. I got some FUs in there I got on your first day on my first day I got I had kids look at my syllabus basically stand up walk out of my classroom what and it's like you don't know what to do in high school yeah they don't tell you like how to handle that in college like in college they're just like you're gonna have this learner who who may be going through things at home and like you know the standard like Mm. you know going through those you know being there for them helping them through those moments yeah and so that's what you're focused on but you're not you don't you're not taught the classroom management side right right so kids are just like doing whatever they want the admin is like finding my students in the hallway they're walking them back to my class they're what? like miss chamberlain you you can't let kids leave and i'm what? like well, what am i supposed to do yeah like these kids some of them are bigger than me <laughs> like you know what i mean i'm like how am yeah. i supposed to manage them yeah. like yeah. it was just crazy and so definitely like a learning process had to get like you know now I'm being the cool teacher where these kids have the impression they can do whatever they want, mm. like becoming strict, getting a, a hand on things again and yeah. like, you know, kind of buckling down. Uh, that was hard. And so, you know, if essentially like my class was a semester long and uh, finally like got somewhat of a groove had new kids come in for the next semester. I'm like, we're feeling good. Mm-hmm. You know, we're, we're feeling good about the lessons. We're, we're fine tuning them based off of the last semester. And then COVID happens mm. and we all go home. Yeah. And uh, then it was like, we're doing virtual learning. Everything that we planned to do was from a computer. Basically like the, co- the county just like bought a, a program to implement and like kids just logged on when they felt like it and submitted the work. 
And as long as they turned it in, they passed. Yeah. And you weren't doing nothing. I'm like, how is this teaching? Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm like this. I, I felt like pointless. I'm like, if, if you're trying to show me that my job means nothing, this mm -hmm. is how you're doing it. You right. know, like right. I'm not interacting with kids. I'm not helping anyone. They're not learning anything mm -hmm. like, and you're just telling me like, yep, they fulfilled the requirement. Yeah. You know what I yeah. mean? From hitting submit. Yeah. Like there would be kids who didn't write anything on the paper, but because they hit the submit button, they got an A. Like Holy and, and they knew it. I mean, yeah. if I was a high school kid, I would oh, be yeah, doing be the same it. thing. Yeah, <laughs> be I'd gaming be, the system. For yeah, sure, you know? I mean, I would be like, we're on the long vacation. Yeah. I mean, we went home in March and we never went back. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, and then it was like they had summer, so I was like, yeah, I'd be doing this. I couldn't blame them. Right. But right. from my career perspective, I was like, what am I doing with my life? Right. Like I felt so like me like it just felt meaningless. Right. You know, and. uh I would go into like these like like spouts of just I need to do something else but I feel stuck what can mm -hmm. I do with my degree like mm -hmm. what was the point in this thing mm -hmm. I feel like I'm like it doesn't even help me with my job like mm -hmm. even things I learned in college because like it's really is all about developing relationships with the kids like mm -hmm. yes there is the content aspect to it um that matters right which is like yeah that's good that we have that but yeah. I mean, again, I was focused on PE, not yeah. health. So I'm yeah. not even teaching the area I went to school for. You know, I figured out on my own, like, just through being me, how to build relationships with my kids, mm -hmm. you know. And then coaching, mm -hmm. same thing. I was coaching after school. I was like, I feel like my whole life is dedicated to this. And it's like, it doesn't matter, mm -hmm. you know. Uh, but there was, I was like, there's no other route for me. Like, mm -hmm. there's nothing else I can do. I didn't want to be a guidance counselor anymore because I mm -hmm. saw the counselors at my first school and I was like, they just looked like zombies, <laughs> like walking zombies. Yeah. I remember I had a kid who was like in some serious need and like, I was like, you're coming with me right now mm -hmm. to the guidance counselor. Mm -hmm. I was like, this was urgent and I felt the need yeah. like to, to initiate that conversation with them. Mm -hmm. And I knock on it and I open and she opens the door and she's just staring at me like looking dead inside. I'm like, we need to talk about him like mm -hmm. this. Are you can we have an open conversation real fast? And she was like, I'm booked out till May. And I was like, booked out. Yeah. What does that even mean? Yeah. I'm like, OK, well, uh, you know, we talk about mental health. We talk yeah. about wellness like. How is that? Like, can we squeeze them in? Right. Like, you know, and right. she's like, I don't know what I'm supposed to do. And mm. I was like, all right. So we like went to the principal's office. We sit down and like him and I and this student are having conversations, which he appreciated. But it was just like, I was like, this is not what I want. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Like this, I don't want to be in 10 years, like so burnt out that I'm just going through the motions. Right. Sitting and, at your desk with a coffee. Yeah. Hunched over a computer. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, and it was. It was super like, you know, granted, that school just had bad administration, mm. like bad leadership, bad administration to where they're, it's no wonder they're burning out their teachers. Mm. You know what I mean? Even into the next year when COVID was still going on, mm. we had protocols that just didn't make sense. They couldn't explain it. Mm. And I'm like, we're supposed to talk to the kids about how this makes sense, but we don't even understand. Yeah. I was teaching virtually from my classroom with no students in my classroom. Mm. Like, so I'm like, feeling depressed like I can't interact with anyone right you know what I mean and it was just like then we're slowly you know integrating kids half in some are still online it was just such a weird process yeah and then uh Jake got medically discharged from the air force mm -hmm. um he was going through that process and he we were just had the conversation he's like look like 
I, I, I always wanted to go back to Texas if mm-hmm. I wasn't in the military. Like, the reason I'm here is because of the military. Because Jake, you, Jake, your husband, is from Texas. Oh, yeah. He's from... And everything's bigger in Texas. <laughs> what some people he, say. He's a Texan. Yeah. All right? So, it's just like... And, like, honestly, you know, I had half of my family in Australia, you know, mm-hmm. and then on my dad's side, who, like, I'm very close with my dad. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was hardships of, like, I had younger siblings. Like, I felt like you know, my dad was kind of really focused on my younger siblings. Like Mm -hmm. I was getting older, I'm moving out the house. He's like, I'll see you around. And I'm just like, what do you mean? Like, come over. Like I live an hour away from you. Come see me. And it was just like, oh, we got games this weekend. Oh, we Mm -hmm. got this this weekend. So it just, I was kind of sorting through that. Like there'd be holidays where like I wouldn't even hear from family Mm -hmm. and I lived an hour away from them. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like I had to reach out to them and be like, happy Thanksgiving. You know what I mean? Like, and they're like, oh, are you coming over? And I'm like, I mean, I get it. Like, it's an open invite, but I'm like, come on, guys. Like, what do you mean? So I was, like, sorting through some family stuff, and I was like, yeah, I'll go to Texas. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, let's go. Yeah, Jake's like, let's go. You're like, all right, let's go. I'm like, yeah, let's do it. So, um, I mean, I immediately started looking at schools in Texas. I mean, I wasn't. How do you quit a school? You just put your two weeks in? Is that how you basically do it? Yeah. Like when you left the first one? I mean, one? basically, like, they have an all-around date that you have to, like, mm. let them know by. Oh, and okay. it's different, like, for tenured and not tenured teachers. Mm. So, like, tenured teachers can tell them, like, more last minute. Um, whereas, like, non-tenured, which is what I was, had to tell them, like, a while in advance. Mm. Um, so they can bring a new person in. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so, like, I was coming up on that deadline, on, mm. and I did not want to move without finding a school. Right. Because right. I just, that felt irresponsible. Mm. But at the same time, I'm trying to find a school online. Yeah. Like, how do you do that? That's hard. And, I yeah. mean, I'll tell you what, if I, I could be a walking ad for Indeed. <laughs> I could be a walking ad. Like, Indeed works. <laughs> like, uh, I found this school on Indeed, and, I mean... I was just, because I was also applying. They just posted for a teacher on Indeed? For physical education. Mm. Like, because I was like, I'm working in PE. If I'm going to be in schools, I'm Mm going to be a PE teacher. Mm -hmm. And I was applying to some things out of schools. Like, and it was all like, honestly, it was all dog shelter related. They would be like, yeah, Yeah. there was this job I really wanted. It was like (laughs) an adoption coordinator or something like that. And I was like, I have no like qualifications for this job and like I was trying to sell myself Mm. I'm like as a teacher we have to be like you know very we have to be able to multitask like we have uh you know obligations outside of just teaching content like Mm -hmm. I'm telling them how I'm like beneficial and all these different skills I have Mm -hmm. they were like yeah you didn't get the job I'm like (laughs) I figured but it was worth a try um so I ended up you know talking with this private school in uh in Houston and uh, the athletic director, who was also like athletics, was just lumped in as a whole. Mm-hmm. And so, like, we got along really well. He's like, Look, like, yeah, we're definitely hiring. Like, I like you. You're going to be here before the school year. You know, I got to talk to the head of school. And basically, like, I had the interview virtually. Like, you know, mm-hmm. I got the job. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I saw like what I'd be making. And mm-hmm. it was like compared to Maryland. I was like, This is great. Like, you know, it was a raise from what you were yeah, making. Yeah, it was yeah. a raise. Um, you know, and. I was just like, yeah, like I'll, I'll work here and like had no idea what the school looked like. Yeah. Had no idea like anything. Uh, and, uh, so we moved to Texas in July 
and we move in with Jake's parents. Yeah. And that was a process. <laughs> good times. Good times. <laughs> it was just like, you know, because I have three dogs. Yeah. At the time, they had five dogs. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, and then they a have- A lot of dogs going on. Dude, and then they have goats. They have horses, donkeys. Like, I was in heaven. Yeah. But, oh, yeah. you know, good place. at the time, my dogs aren't trained then. So, yeah. I yeah. mean, oh, yeah. there was a bunch of stuff going on. Right. I mean- conversations with the parents about you know hey like they're just letting river run loose with their dogs i'm like river at the time was super reactive yeah and like her dogs were like great dane husky size like you know i'm like <laughs> you can't be mixing these two dogs together like that's right if they get hurt we'll just put a little, uh, little uh, you know li- stuff on them liquid, liquid skin. bandage <laughs> yeah that was the remedy for everything in that household i mean their dogs because i mean they were outdoor dogs yeah, for the most part yeah. there was one little chihuahua mm. like terrier thing that mm-hmm. would like live inside mm-hmm. and he was just a mutt and mm-hmm. i loved him but he would light people up like for no reason no he's a chihuahua uh, i what mean what do you expect <laughs> it was bad and but they would also antagonize him yeah. and so i felt oh, yeah. super bad for him him and i got along but everyone else in the family max bit like three or four times like, <laughs> where's jake working at when you move back to texas so he was kind of like he he's trying to figure out life after the military right, you know right, what i okay, mean okay. and the biggest thing we always talked about was like we need to do things that are we're going to be passionate about, mm. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But it's like he's trying to – he always wanted to be a pilot, mm. and he's like, you know, like that was his dream when I met him. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, like, I'm pushing that, mm-hmm. you know, but then you have his parents talking about the reality of things, like trying to steer him in another direction. Mm. And so he just really – and, you know, after the military, like, there's no support, you yeah. know. Yeah. There's nothing, like, there's no – counseling on like hey like let's help set you up for success outside of this right because they told him he couldn't be in the military anymore like it wasn't like he was trying to get out or anything right um you got medically yeah uh discharged retired retired so it was just like he's like i I don't know so he was uh actually picked up like bartending just Mm. to like you know have money coming in we know jake likes making some drinks he does he does he was at a and i mean he was but he picked a good spot like sounds but like buffalo wild wings they pull in some business oh yeah i mean they got really good mozzarella sticks there come on oh you know oh god all right the fried cheese (laughs) no but wings yeah and like they're they're keeping the sports games going you know like they they have all the fight cards like so they do a business and like that's where he went yeah and he loved it like he as a hobby like he just loved bartending i mean at some point like he would just randomly be in the house be like try this drink and i'm like oh, yeah. i don't even want to you're like, the test you're i'm the like the tester go to work you know, you know what i mean <laughs> so uh but yeah he's still trying to figure it out and uh he ended up going to like his parents kind of really were pushing this oil and gas industry which is big in texas mm-hmm. um so texas. yeah yeah mm-hmm. We always got to say Texas with that tone. I forgot. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, so he's going to school for that. He was using his GI Bill, like going through that. Like it was like a six month schooling. Mm -hmm. Um, And Jake's amazing at school. Mm -hmm. Like he's like opposite of me. Like Mm -hmm. I'm like, I like to think I'm the street smart person. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, like the and he's the book smart, you know. (laughs) Like, and then we balance each other out. All right. And uh, he, I mean, because he would, he's like, he looks at material and he just knows it. I mean, he was going to school 
for like engineering mm. um you know and then he's in the military he i would watch him and like the amount of studying he had to do for air traffic control was like mm-hmm. insane he had binders like this thick mm. just to get rated mm. um and that's when he was in the air force yeah, yeah 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 and he was just really good at it like he always got you know he was friends with the people who were training him and they mm. would hang out outside of work and they would always i would always hear them talking about like how much they enjoyed training him because he was so like he just took it all in right and right. so it was You're not this, like these other guys yeah you know, these other yeah. guys they don't learn i mean sometimes <laughs> they fail out like it's a stressful job right um so right. sometimes they feel like it's too much when you have like emergencies going on and mm-hmm. things like that and there's like if, if something goes on like that that trainee is like you know obviously booted but mm. so is like the person training them mm. the trainer like mm. they lose their ratings like oh, really? it's like there's a lot of things on the line like me i, I wouldn't want someone having that control like yeah. you know i'd pull yeah. that mic so fast and yeah. plug mine in and just be like given direction right um but that's why they always sell, felt, said they felt like with jake he was just they felt really comfortable right so the oil and gas same thing the school was like no factor for him like you know and Mm -hmm. he passed that i think he got like a 99 in the class like and the instructors are like really pushing him to you know different employers like hey like Mm -hmm. they were like telling this is the top prospect you know but his heart i could tell his heart was not in it Mm. like he was just and the schedule would have been so bad he would have like with those gigs you're gone for like three weeks you come home you're like chilling until you find another thing it could be eight weeks and then you go again and i'm like you're not gonna like this like if you're gonna have that schedule you might as well be the pilot you know Mm -hmm. what i mean so uh finally you know and i'm teaching at the time he was he's like i I don't i don't know he's like Mm -hmm. i'm i might re-enlist he's like i might go get medically cleared Mm -hmm. and like you know really like work on it and try to re-enlist yeah and because then as soon as he got retired his whole unit like of guys got deployed Mm. so he felt like he missed out on something like you know what i mean like he was supposed to be a part of something and he missed out yeah um so he just felt like like, he didn't know if he did his part Mm -hmm. um in you know what most people do in the military Mm -hmm. so he was like or i could do air traffic control outside of here mm-hmm. out as a civilian and he's like and the benefits are way better the mm-hmm. pay's better mm-hmm. like he's like you know um he's like retirements all around benefits and i'm like if that's what's good like i, yeah. I just if that's what's gonna make you happy mm-hmm. so that's when he started applying for atc positions mm-hmm. and uh he got offers from hawaii he got offers from like all over um, and it just came down to like what was the best, mm-hmm. like in terms of us, in terms of like you know for him, you mm-hmm. know schedule all these things, and we stumbled upon Charleston. Yeah. And for me, I was like, I can go wherever, I can teach wherever. Yeah. Like there's not a short, there's teacher shortages all over. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I was super envious of him because I was like, you got mm. it like a clear, you got like a blank slate right now. Yeah. I was like, I feel like I'm stuck in teaching. Mm. And you know what I mean? Like yeah. I, this is what I have to do. Yeah. And like, so if one of us can be happy in our career, <laughs> like you should do it. You know. Were you enjoying the school you were at though? I was. Like it was a great school. Mm-hmm. I mean, and that's where I was like, if this is like 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 the perfect scenario mm-hmm. Grant, the hours were still long like mm-hmm. you know i would start What's my the day hours? i mean i would get there because you know you wake up you get your workout in mm-hmm. like you get there around you're getting after it you get there around 6 30 well yeah because like you're coaching all these kids like mm-hmm. and like they were like the parents expected 
wins. Like they're mm. paying like a lot oh, of money right, for their kids. Yeah. yeah. So like they're expecting and like these kids, it matters how they like look at you. Not that mm. that's the only reason you're working out, but right. like you want to show the them. Yeah. That you're you can hang example. with them. Yeah. Right. So, I mean, yeah, I was. So, but I'd get to the school to start my day around 6.30. It was about an hour from my house. What time? Oh, it's an hour. Yeah. So you're it getting up, you're working city. out, then yeah. you're driving. Yeah. And then, and then uh, what time does the school start? School started around. Um, what time does the students start showing up? For students start showing up 7.30. So you got about an hour before they Just sh- prepping, like right. meeting with your team because like we co-taught together. So mm-hmm. talking about like what the plan is for the day. And just like I liked getting there early, just to like look at my emails, like I basically. Oh, the emails! Loving and there'd the be emails. so many like reply all <laughs> emails that I'm like, this could have just not been a thing. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, so, and then uh, you know we all taught or and coached. So if you were a PE teacher, you had to coach sports, mm. and that was included in what you what you made as mm. a teacher. Oh, so, okay. um, and then once you taught like a couple of teams i think you had to teach like three sports anything additional Mm. you got paid for Mm. so everyone was trying to get to that additional salary like that additional pay right um what time's the day end on average you're getting there at 6 30 what time i would say if it was like a practice day you're ending around 6 30 to then go drive home and like you have that evening traffic in houston uh if it was like you had games you're you're traveling all over Mm. like you know the traffic of that with the games then you have to make sure every kid gets picked up these parents are taking their times getting to their kids mm. i'm like come on y'all and then there was some like <laughs> high school practices like i coached cross country that would yeah. be before school oh really so before school practice which i did like yeah. for after school just get it done but it just messed with my whole routine yeah so yeah. the hours were long um and it was like i told jake i was like this but this is the perfect scenario mm-hmm. like my boss trusted us like he was like mm-hmm. you guys are professionals mm-hmm. you know if we had to go like run an errand for ourselves because as a teacher it's hard to like even maintain your own health like mm-hmm. doctor's appointments doctors or any nine to five I would think like how do you go and like get your doctor's appointments taken care of when Mm. they're only making appointments during your work day right you know what I mean so he'd be like go do your appointment you know come back you know as long as you schedule it accordingly to leave yourself enough time like you're not teaching obviously Mm -hmm. and like it was very nice like he gave us that privilege Mm -hmm. right trusting us to be able to do our job Mm -hmm. there were some people that couldn't handle it and Mm -hmm. then like he's like all right you can't do that anymore Mm -hmm. but i was like this is the perfect scenario yeah and i was like if i'm still not happy yeah like it's not going to get any better than this yeah so uh, i mean it just it wasn't like you know the kids they like to work or the you know they didn't like pe but then the parents are mad at you for not playing their kid in this game mm. and you know this and that and like <sighs> what are you it's always like what are you doing wrong and i'm right. like i'm not i didn't think i was doing anything wrong right you know what i mean right. so when he was like again like saying that he, you know charleston was an option i was like i could get a job in charleston like you know like why I, do you pick charleston uh it was just you know one it was like we're back we're still near family like mm. it was like middle ground from my family mm. my family grew up vacationing here you oh, know yeah. or in myrtle beach area all the time myrtle beach good place very good place alligator adventure oh yeah my <laughs> sister worked there yeah. like you know I, it was just like yeah. family ties my aunt lives in myrtle um, you know they call myrtle beach the uh, east coast vegas <laughs> las vegas of the east coast is myrtle beach i believe it I and believe your aunt it. that lives up there she has guineas doesn't she no, no, that's, that's in Maryland. That's oh, in Maryland. That's the other Southern that's Maryland. The other so she has like a whole farm. Yeah. Uh, and like, yeah, she has guineas. That's how I knew about them. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Which we'll get to that. How yeah. Aaron, when she showed up here, she knew what guineas were. I was like, what? You're hired. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 
I was just, you know, <laughs> shooting my shot on anything. I was like, what's around here right now? That's a guinea. Um, but, yeah, so, like, once, you know, we had conversations, and, of course, his family was super upset because we had just oh, gotten shoot. there. This was year two. And Don't then we're leave telling, Texas. And then we're telling them we're leaving again. Mm. And, you know, telling my family, yeah, we're thinking about going to Charleston. They're like, sweet. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, because... They'd been out to visit in Texas, and they loved it, too. Like, oh, I yeah. know they did. Yeah. 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 I saw my dad acting like a kid, and I was like, what are you doing? <laughs> Your dad's like, I might move to Texas. Oh, I think deep down you know? <laughs> he wanted to. Like, he wanted to say it, but because of my younger siblings, he can't. Oh, he can't. Yeah. Um, but they're familiar with South Carolina, your yeah, family. Yeah. yeah. And so they were, like, all for it, you mm-hmm. know? And uh, so we he took it. He was like, yeah, I'm going to do it. Like, I, I love air traffic control I like anything with planes and mm-hmm. like the mission is cool like mm-hmm. you know going to he gets to go to antarctica mm-hmm. um he's like i just feel like having being a part of something big is gonna mm-hmm. be good for me mm-hmm. and so i was like sweet like if you're saying like you're happy with this i'm all for it like i'm willing to make that move right which i feel like a lot of jobs can't do that right so we felt lucky in that sense um but then i start looking at schools in south carolina here we go, South Carolina schools. It, it was a little rough. It was a little, I mean, one, like, moving mid-school year, because I didn't want to, mm. like, this was all decided over the summer, mm. and I didn't want to leave my school hanging. Like, mm-hmm. I felt like they worked with me so much. Like, I really wanted to help them find someone to fill my position mm-hmm. um, and, like, bring that person up to speed with everything going on. Mm-hmm. And uh, I wanted to leave them in good standing, you yeah. know? Um yeah. For the potential, like, at the time, if we ever went back to Texas, like, if, mm. if I was still a teacher, mm. I'm like, I want to have, like, I don't want to burn bridges. Right. You right. know what Definitely. I mean? Um, so, we, you know, get that taken care of. I'm like, well, I'm going to stay here till November. You know, we were planning a wedding, too. So, we're planning. A lot going on. There's a lot going on. I was yeah. like, we get married in November. Yeah. I was like, you know, I'll stay till Thanksgiving break. So, he got here in August. I was still in Texas. Mm-hmm. Um Y'all got married in Texas? Yeah. Texas. Oh, yeah. That's how you do it. That's you the do only it way he'd have it. In it. Texas. That's the only way he'd have it. You think he's going to have a marriage license saying Maryland? Are you kidding? <laughs> so, um. So you got all that done. You get married. Yeah. Officially. Officially. And uh, um, then you move out to South Carolina. Mm-hmm. Is that what happened? Yep. And you had the dogs with you or he had them with him? I had them. Yeah, you had the dogs. Oh, yeah. So, like, Definitely. I mean, I felt so bad for them when I was, they were toughing it out. Oh, I yeah. mean, because we were renting, like, they're in the kennels, yeah. like, you know what I mean, for a long, long time. Days. And basically my whole evening was spent walking them and, mm. like, I had no idea what I was doing. Mm. I had the... If you would have saw me with my dogs then, yeah. your skin would crawl. <laughs> like, we had the long leashes. Oh, They're yeah. going wherever they want. You know, oh, I yeah. would basically, with the way my dog dynamic was, like, ba- find, like, empty fields, mm-hmm. you know, and that's where I'd spend my evening. Yeah. And it worked, uh, but I was exhausted, yeah. you know. Yeah. I mean, still trying to manage my side of things, like, mm-hmm. go to the gym. It was mm-hmm. hard not to feel like it was hard to have that discipline. And there were some days where I was like, I'm not going, mm. you know? Yeah. Um, so it was rough. And then, uh, when I came up here, you know, I, I still hadn't found a teaching position, mm. you know, it was mid school year. Mm-hmm. Things were like, Oh, well you can sub, mm. uh, cause PE is hard to find, mm. you know? So I was like, well, if anything, you know, I was still optimistic. I was like, I can, you know, get a temporary job mm-hmm. at least until the school year is over that way i can see all the available positions yeah. 
So I don't know if PE is a big thing in South Carolina. I, yeah. I don't think so. <laughs> I mean, and I got some offers. Like, I oh, mean, okay. I did. I, but the interviews were so weird. Mm. It was like I'd be interviewing with the principal mm-hmm. and mid-interview this it happened twice these teachers would barge in and be like we have an emergency and like they would be just openly talking about this like situation and i'm just standing you're you're not even hired you're not even part of the zoom and i'm like (laughs) oh you're on zoom yeah i mean this is all virtual still what i mean i think a virtual interviews opened up like a huge like you know opportunity for like interviewing people from other states and uh i'm watching them handle it and i'm just like nope in my head i'm like not you exit the call i'm like red flag (laughs) and there was one time he was like oh i have to go but i'm gonna have our english department coordinator take over this interview and i'm like (laughs) what does that have to do with pe right right. so i'm like okay and she like you know we're having great conversation i'm like i'm just gonna finish this out and (laughs) (laughs) like after this i'm never talking to this school again like I mean, because it was just... What schools were those? These were like charter schools, like, you know, all throughout the city. (laughs) Um, And I was just like, this just seems so disorganized. And like after where I was coming from, I was like... I'm feeling picky. Right, you know that school's locked down. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. it was like hard to like compare to that. Yeah. Um, but also like you know the difference in pay was a factor too. Mm. Like this was go- South Carolina is going to be less than Maryland. Right. So oh, it was like man. so hard. it's a big pay cut. It was hard. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, I don't think I can do that. Like, yeah. and then everyone's like, well, the cost of living's less. I was like, mm. really? Because Zillow shows otherwise yeah. when yeah. I'm trying to find these rentals. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you know. It, it was hard to find something that would work for our dynamic. You know, mm-hmm. we have three dogs. Mm-hmm. I remember rental companies being like, well, do you just, we have a two dog limit. Could mm. you just find another home for the other dog? What the heck? I'm like, I laughed at him. Yeah. I was like, you don't know me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> um, so yeah, that's when I was like, well, this is my opportunity to start exploring other career options. All right. So, um, you moved to South Carolina. Mm-hmm. You're looking for a job. I'm looking for a job. Right. So now you're on Indeed again. You got your dogs. <laughs> yeah. you, the, the rental companies are a problem. Yeah. You're looking at these schools on, or you're interviewing with these schools on Zoom. They're yeah. like not good to go. So you're looking for other jobs. You're yeah. like, this is my opportunity now. Oh, I was like, I can just reach out to other other fields, like get you know my feet wet in them. If all else fails, come the new school year, I can apply again. Mm-hmm. You know. Because um, what time of year was this? This was November yeah. of like last year. So, I mean, I last had year. the rest of the school year plus, you know, yeah. summer. So yeah. I was like, this is fine. Yeah. But at the end of the day, we were already in a house. You know, we found a good house with uh, just property owners mm-hmm. where it was how we found our rental. In and we had Yeah. And yeah. we had rent to pay. So yeah. I was like, I need to, and I don't like sitting around doing nothing. Yeah. You know? Um, so I started exploring outside of teaching and i'm looking at i'm just applying everywhere like i'm still doing some restaurants you're on indeed indeed yeah. always yeah <laughs> uh and then i i start looking like indeed's def- your go-to oh yeah yeah i mean i literally every job for in my adult career <laughs> i found through indeed <laughs> like even teaching when yeah. it, my summer's off i'm like i can't wait to have summers off i get bored i'm like i'm gonna get a job yeah Indeed. Indeed. Find it. Yep. Good to go. So um, 
I was on Indeed. And then I'm like, well, I could maybe explore. Like, I'm very passionate about fitness. Like, mm-hmm. I always have been. Mm-hmm. So I was in, looking more into, like, the, the personal trainer side of things. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'll get my certification. Like, that's something I can do. Yeah. Um, you know, because they were doing, like, monthly payments for that. And I was like, you know, that's a process. And then maybe I go work at, like, an Orange Theory or, mm-hmm. like, I'm working at, I think Bold was hiring mm-hmm. um, for personal trainers. I was like, I, I would I would be into that, mm-hmm. you know? Um so I start talking to Orange Theory. I start talking to Title Boxing. Yeah. Uh, and uh, they you were went like, and do interviews with them. I I did interviews and I my, what were those like? Oh my gosh! Well, the Title Boxing one was was bad. What happened? She's like, "Do you know anything about boxing?" And I was like, "No." <laughs> <laughs> She's like, "Well, you sh- and you still showed up." And I'm like, "Yeah, like you know, like." And she's like, "Well, that says something." And okay. she's like, "Why don't you take a class?" And so I take this class and I think I'm killing it. I'm like, I'm moving the bag. I'm like, when I punch this bag, it flies. I'm like, this is great. And, but I noticed she kept coming over to my bag and like stabilizing it. Mm. And like, Mm. I was like, why is she doing that? Like, Mm. she wants to feel the heat of my punch. (laughs) (laughs) I had no idea. But I was like, but I'm hanging, I'm doing good. And after she's like, you know, we got to work on some things. I was like, yeah, my bag was all over the place. She's like, yeah, exactly. (laughs) She's like, we want it to be a little more like stationary. And I was just like, oh. Like, I, I didn't understand. Yeah. And yeah. It, and so she explained to me the dynamics. I mean, I should have known from when she handed me the wraps. And she was like, mm. put these on. And I was like, uh, my hands, I didn't know how to wrap them. Mm. And so she had to cut. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, this just isn't going to be it. But yeah. she just kept wanting me to come back and do the classes and, like, get familiar. Like, she was willing to teach me because mm. um, mm. I can tell she really liked me. This but, is the one in Nexton or somewhere yeah, else? Yeah, Nexton. Yeah. Uh, right across from Bolt. Yeah. And yeah. so uh, I was just like, yeah, this isn't going to be it. Like, yeah. you know, I, I don't want to do this. And uh, I had interviewed with uh, some other places in like West Ashley where it was like working with kids in gyms. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. like stuff like that where it's like, you know, coaching them on how to like get into weight training or like sports specific training. Yeah. Which seemed cool. Um, but I think the game changed when i'm searching trainer right Mm. and i think oh is that what you search yeah well no i think it was just that cue like that that word captures right right? so it was like fitness trainer personal trainer and then i see dog trainer really so you're searching trainer and that's Mm -hmm. what it threw up at you Mm -hmm. Interesting. and i like i i was i will never forget that moment like Mm. i'm like sitting on the couch and jake's in next to me and i was like he's he's in his relaxed clothing oh yeah Yeah, we're chilling we're chilling dogs are hanging out in the house yeah they're running amok all over the place like no type of training whatsoever and i'm like jake i could be a dog trainer and he's like yeah he's like yeah how are you gonna learn Mm. and i was like well this company is actually hiring dog trainers Mm. and he was like Oh yeah, you need to do that. Mm. He's like that. That needs to be you. Like, that was his go-to response. Oh yeah, he All was right. like, "That's like perfect for you." Oh yeah. And uh, so we're like, I start reaching out to you, and or through Indeed, mm-hmm. I found you through Indeed too. Yeah. And so I send out my, I just submit my application, <laughs> I throw it out there, but immediately I'm freaking out. Like I'm feeling anxious. I'm like, 
You submitted the application on Indeed? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 And, like, I'm like, I need to talk to this person right now. Like, mm. this opportunity is going to go. Oh, Like, shoot. <laughs> <laughs> this instant worry takes over my entire life. Like, yeah. I'll, it's all I'm thinking about. Mm. Like, I'm looking into the social medias. I'm mm. looking into the website. I'm like, I need to get here. Mm. Like... And I when bet, you get on the socials, what are you what are you looking at? I What's mean, the I first just, thing you see, do you remember? Oh, I see you all over the place. <laughs> like you, you're just. I'm like, this is the clearly the owner. <laughs> like he's got Dobermans. I'm like, you know, I'm just seeing all these videos. I'm like, this is awesome. Like mm. I'm like, look at all this space they have. Like mm. I'm like, I don't even know where they're at. Like because I couldn't find you. Yeah, undisclosed uh, location. Yeah, you know? I know you like it that way. But at yeah. the time, I'm like, where are like? Because that right. was my biggest worry. I'm like, are they far? Oh, you know yeah, what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, like yeah. I'm like, is this not reachable? Like yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, because at that point I'd done like the hour commute and I was mm-hmm. like, dang, I really don't want to do that, you mm-hmm. know? But I would. Yeah. Like, you know. <laughs> Lucky for you, it was only 45 minutes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was just. <laughs> 15 <laughs> minutes shorter. <laughs> yeah. It was just under it. But um, I was feeling so anxious. I was like, should I call? Mm. I'm like telling Jacob, like, should I call him? <laughs> I'm like, I, I, I was like, I can't imagine how many people are applying to this position. Mm. And like the odds, like I was like, I have no experience, you know, because yeah. those were some of the questions. Mm. Like, what is your experience with dog training? Yeah. yeah. And like any and like, I think I remember putting because they were like text boxes that I can mm-hmm. answer. And I was like, to be honest, mm. like if I'm being transparent, I have no dog training experience. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was like, but. I am like willing to learn. Like mm-hmm. I am open to everything. I mm-hmm. was like, you know, and I'm like very passionate about this. And I was like, based on that response alone, I'm not getting this job. <laughs> <laughs> like, I was like there because I also knew like I always had interest in things like that. You yeah. know, like my dog has her issues yeah. and like trying to work through that. And like I'm looking up videos and I'm like seeing all these different uh, ways to make it work. But just like we tell like our clients now, like it's a lot of time, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And it's hard to, in the home environment, address one dog's needs when you have two other ones. Yeah. You know what I mean? Did you ever talk to trainers at any point? No, uh, no. Well, no, but we were looking, I oh, mean, because, okay. um, uh, Jake's friends while we were, while he was in Do- uh, Dover, mm-hmm. they went and got their dogs trained mm. and it was, they sent them like to a board and train for, mm-hmm. I think it was like two weeks. Yeah. And I remember, like, because we ended up, we had bought a home, Mm -hmm. and Jake and I were living there together, but Mm -hmm. when we decided to go to Texas, we were, like, renting out the home for a little bit, Mm. and we were renting it to his friends, and um, their dogs were, like, I remember, like, going in to check on him one day, because we would also just hang out, and I was like, where's your dogs at? Like, where's Zeke? And he's like, no, he's over there on on his place, and I was like, what the oh, heck yeah. i mean that was like i was like wow i didn't even know he was there yeah. like because before he's barking he's jumping he's doing oh, whatever yeah. he was like just sitting on his place and i was like like what the heck yeah i was like and he'll stay there yeah and he's like yep <laughs> i was like until when and he's like until we tell him mm. and i was like well can i pet him like yeah. and he's like yep z come on over and like yeah. he comes and then he's like all right z go back and like he went back and i was like wow you know, yeah. like that was game changing. I was like, my dogs need this. Oh yeah. I was like, and they, and I knew I was like, they you were hundred percent at that point. Uh, I was yeah. like, yeah, they need the board and train. Yeah. Like they need to go away. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. I didn't want to do it, but I knew that's yeah. what they would need. Yeah. So like, uh, when we were transitioning to Texas, 
uh, we had like a family vacation. I was like, you know, that would be a good time to send them because mm-hmm. it's like already incorporated into that. Yeah. I was getting like, you know, finishing up my Maryland paychecks for the school year, but mm-hmm. started getting my Texas paychecks. So mm-hmm. there was like some, oh, there was like double pay. Mm-hmm. I was like, we could do oh, this. Oh, nice. Yeah. Double pay. Yeah. He oh, was nice. getting like uh, a li- some like money from like, you know, the military. So mm-hmm. I was like, we could do this. Yeah. Um, But it just fell through. Like, mm-hmm. you know, it was just, we didn't find a place. And honestly, was like. Was because the uh, trainers weren't following up with you? It was more, it was like more or less like we just, we were like, we need to do more research. Mm-hmm. And we fell through. Like, and that means that the trainers weren't following up with you. Yeah, no, they definitely weren't. <laughs> they they definitely weren't overcoming any <laughs> objections, were they? <laughs> but like once we got to his mom's, also like with the with the five dogs they had, I was like, this is gonna be crazy. Like mm. we were just, we knew this was gonna be mm. craziness. It was gonna be hard yeah. to do training and yeah. like his parents be on the same page, us be on the same page. Like Mm -hmm. there was just so much going on. I was like, this isn't the time. Yeah. So, uh, it just kind of fell through the cracks, but it had no training. No, there was a potential for it at one point, but it didn't didn't end up happening. It just fell through. And I mean, I looked into doing it myself and like, I, but I wanted to do it the right way. And Mm -hmm. I'm like, it's overwhelming. Like the amount of, the amount of research. I mean, and I've always felt that way towards dogs, like what to feed your dogs, how to treat your dogs for certain issues. Like it's very, it's almost, it's frustrating how there's not a black and white, like this is what's in the best interest of the dog. We know you like your protocols. Yeah, Yeah. I do. (laughs) Like, I mean, I want to know exactly what to do. And the biggest thing I found was like, I'm supposed to carry chicken in my pocket and mm. i'm like i'm not carrying a chicken in my pocket yeah. like yeah. for the rest of my dog's life yeah you know yeah so i was just like yeah this ain't happening like and uh but even in my summers like we'd all be talking about as teachers what are you gonna do this summer i'm like i'm training my dogs mm. like i'm gonna get my dogs under control like <laughs> this is the year this is it's the happening time this and year. then like every time i'd get so frustrated and like yeah. just like i'm like Bruh! like yeah. i'm calling it and like yeah. <laughs> and uh but like certifications for dog training were like crazy expensive mm. i mean it was like a whole nother oh you had looked into that mm-hmm. oh. i'm like it's a whole nother like like 15 grand i'm like this oh, is a whole nother semester of college yeah. Yeah. like you know i was like and i, I don't have a gi bill like yeah. i don't have anything like that i'm still paying off my you know degree yeah so it's like it just felt impossible so and you so applied on indeed mm-hmm. you're like antsy because you're like i need this job yeah. you I have think all I, this information yeah and I think, like, you know, when you start applying, like, I think I just got a standard message, like, hey, watch this podcast mm. detailing, like, you know, the whole uh, apprenticeship. Mm. And mm-hmm. uh, and I was like, he answered, I'm blowing him up. Like, Holy I'm like, cow. I'm like, oh, hey, yeah, that's, I, I watched it. I'm like, yeah, I'm all you didn't watch it. No, You're I like, did. Oh, you did? I did, because, I mean, at the same time, like, I want to be prepared. Like, when it came yeah. time, like, I wasn't a school person, but for PE, like, I'm very focused on my classes because it's something I'm going to be doing in my life. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it's mm-hmm. the same thing with this. I was like, this is what I'm going to be doing. Yeah. So it's like I wanted to know, and, like, I'm like, what do I have to pay? Like, yeah. I'm like, I'm paying something. I just mm. need to know what it is. Yeah. So uh, I'm trying to get to that in the video, which yeah. it doesn't cover. So I yeah. like still have that question in my head. <laughs> um, and 
I'm like when you're watching the video what are you thinking you're just like I'm good or you're like I'm looking at the dynamic between that because like this was like filmed in your house like you guys are like clearly it's like very like casual Mm. which I already appreciate Mm. like but there's it's no joke like you're reading a piece of paper I'm like he outlined this oh you like the protocols I'm like he (laughs) outlined this thing like it's a step-by-step like which I like like a very like this is how you're gonna get there but it just kept going Mm. <laughs> Little did you know, there's a full SOP. Yeah, you know, a li- a full SOP. I wasn't even brought to that world yet. <laughs> and uh, but I'm just like, holy crap! But I, it was like, but you know, you're do you're getting this experience, you know. Mm-hmm. And then you're talking to Lexi, who had mm-hmm. just gone through it or recently, you know, mm-hmm. at the time. So I'm like hearing what she has to say. Mm-hmm. Um, but overall, just like getting a feel for the environment and like mm-hmm. your guys' dynamic, and I like it. I like the you know casualness it brings right Mm. like it's not like we're sitting down in suits and like having like an hr meeting and things like that you know (laughs) um and then you know the biggest thing that got me was like it's hard and not Mm. a lot of people can do it and i'm like Mm. i'm doing it (laughs) (laughs) like i'm like yeah i'm doing this like so uh you know we finally get the interview Mm -hmm. scheduled Mm -hmm. and i'm stressing Mm. i'm like what do i wear Mm. Like it's always Didn't been. Did you wear jeans? I wore jeans mm. and a sweater. Oh yeah. Because uh, I was just like you know, obviously like dog track. Like I'm looking at what you guys wear. Mm. I'm like, but I don't have outfits that. Oh, look you saw like Chris that. Yeah. in his jeans. Yeah, I saw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I see, or like you and your like khaki <laughs> shorts. I'm like I don't yeah. have khakis. Mm. I'm like it's cold outside. So I would just ultimately go with like jeans and a sweater mm-hmm. and I show up and I'm like, I'm being early. I was like, this is like 30 minutes away. I was like, this is great. Oh yeah. Like it's oh, not yeah. an hour. Yeah. I'm like, I was freaking out. <laughs> if it was out. 50 minutes, she's like, it's not an hour. No, you know? no. And I mean, I, I was so like nervous like, and Jake's like giving me pep talks the whole way here. Oh really? And you know how I am with driving. I missed your turn. I'm like, oh my God, I have to turn around. He's like, you got this. He's like you, you. He's like you. This is your job. Yeah. He's like giving me like that, like those affirmations. I'm like, yeah, you're right. Like oh, I yeah. meant to do this. <laughs> like you know. Um, when you pulled in, what was it like? You pull in, you're like, what were you thinking? I'm like, this is this guy's house. Mm. I'm like, oh, this is sweet. Like mm. you know what I mean? And I mm-hmm. see you just standing there. <laughs> Like in his hoodie, and I'm like, oh snap! Like this is not like 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 what is about to happen? I'm like, oh, this yeah. isn't like a sit down interview. Oh yeah. I get out of my car, and you're like, how's the drive? And I'm like, not bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. In my mind, I'm like, that was oh. my first question. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, not bad at all. Like, and you're like, sweet. Like, but like, it was like still like low key. I'm like, where's everything? Like, you know what I mean? I'm trying to feel it out. I'm trying to see. Um, Was there anybody working at the time? I don't know. I think we were like an in between the shifts Mm. interview, and I think like uh, you know trainers just weren't around. Mm -hmm. They were doing their appointments. Yeah. Um, so I was just like you know. So it was just me and you. It was just me and you talking. Standing outside. Uh, Mango was walking all around you. (laughs) Oh really? Yeah. And so. (laughs) Mango, my cat. Yeah. One of the cats. You're just like tell me a little bit about yourself, Mm. and so I'm giving you the whole spiel. Mm -hmm. We start talking about the gym. You're mm. like, oh, what's some of the lifts you do? And mm. I was like, I like deadlifting. <laughs> and like, you were like, oh, really? And I was like, oh yeah, I got this guy. <laughs> I think like most of the interview we were talking about deadlifting, and then we started talking about guineas. 
And then uh, you brought that up. Oh yeah, yeah. Because my guineas start were, walking around. Yeah, they're yelling all over the place. Yeah, they're yeah. Just and you're like, like, oh, those are guineas. And I was like, oh, really? Those are guineas. How <laughs> yeah. do you know that? Yeah. Yeah. And then, um, you know, you asked me if we talked about the or if I watched the video, which mm. you know, yeah, like, mm-hmm. and you were like, all right, well, you're explaining to me the apprenticeship. Mm-hmm. You're like, you're you would start as a training assistant. You know, mm-hmm. are you open to that? Mm-hmm. And I don't even know what that entails, but I'm like, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, because it, it is, there's like, from my side, there was like things to consider, right? Mm-hmm. Like I'm going from like being a teacher, right? Mm-hmm. And like having like the salary, right? Yep. And like, you know, coming here, like we have, like I said, the rent to pay mm-hmm. and it's like, you know, I want to contribute to, you know, the home. of course, Jake's like, you go, you do what you want. Like, yeah. we'll take, we can make it work. Yeah. But like, it is a factor in my mind yeah. and I don't even know what it is. And yeah. I'm just like, yeah, I want to do it. Yeah. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. Um, so there were like definitely questions that we talked about and we just sorted out all those details and it was things to think about mm-hmm. and consider, you know what I mean? What were the big things you had to consider? Uh, I mean, the... First thing would be, you know, the shifts. Like, it wasn't, like, full-time. Oh, right, you know, like, right. I, because I, I remember you telling me, like, when do you want to start? I was like, tomorrow. Yeah. And you were like, whoa, 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 whoa. Like, <laughs> I was like, yeah. what? Like, you know? Yeah. I mean, and so, like, and just, like, the breaks in between shifts, like, mm-hmm. from what I was doing as a teacher, you know, like, the shifts were shorter, mm-hmm. right? Like, Definitely. And I'm like, I could do both those shifts. Mm-hmm. And, you know, then I'm thinking like, all right, I'm working doubles. Like mm-hmm. that's, that's pay. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like, and I'm really getting the experience, mm-hmm. but there's that break in between shifts. And I'm like, well, that's weird. Mm-hmm. Like I'd go home, maybe, yeah. you know, the 30 minute drive home. And then I'd come right back. Like it was just an awkward thing. Yeah. And you're like, no, we can't do doubles. Like mm-hmm. we don't want to overwork you. And I'm like, overwork me. Yeah. <laughs> you know where I just came from. Like, <laughs> Um, so it was like, literally, like, I just wanted to dive in, which is like a bad habit of mine. Like, you know, all gas, you know, I got to hit the brakes sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. But like I did, I just wanted to like immerse myself into it all. Mm -hmm. Um, the, the reality of with the shifts and breaking it up, like it was Mm -hmm. an hourly rate, right? Mm -hmm. Like kind of going from a set salary Mm -hmm. every month or every two weeks to right. like that is a, is something to consider like Definitely. you know at the age that and just the place that jake and i were at mm-hmm. like it's it's it was a game changer a little bit. Like yeah. it was a grind. Like, yeah. you know, we're definitely budgeting. Yeah. Uh, you know, <laughs> month to month. We're like less sushi dates. Oh yeah. Like, you know For and, now. For now. Yeah. Like and it was like all like a bigger picture. Mm-hmm. And like that like made it much more worth it. Mm-hmm. Like but, you know, for him to be able to like support me through that too, I was mm-hmm. like super grateful. You know? Yeah. Like yeah. it's definitely in terms of like, you know, not being you know coming out of high school and going into that right. like you know right. like going from a career and then switching careers and right. then like starting from the ground up again right like i acknowledge like i need to do this like mm. th- and this is the only way i'm going to be able to mm-hmm. you know what i mean like mm-hmm. and i'm going to learn so much um but it was like there's going to be stress involved mm-hmm. you know so i was really fortunate to have him like fully support me mm-hmm. like because without that i who knows yeah. like yeah. it would have been I would have just been a stressed mess the whole time. Yeah. I mean, he talked me off the ledge sometimes where I was like, Jake, this is so bad. 
I'm like, how are we going to do this? Mm. You know, I mean, there would be times like, oh, River had to go to the vet. Mm. She's the most expensive dog I've ever had. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I'm like. One uh, long river. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. what are we, where is this coming from? Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, we were literally like rebuilding. Yeah. And so. Um, so there was some financial stress is yeah. what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. Because the apprenticeship, you don't pay for it, but you pay for it and yeah. you're you're not getting paid what a trainer gets paid at, at the beginning. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Or through the whole apprenticeship. Right. Right. Which like, you're learning. I would like 100% understood and I yeah. think it made me value it more, right? Because right. I think I it was totally important that like we, we've worked those trainer assistant positions. Like mm-hmm. I have a new, appreci- I have that appreciation there. Mm-hmm. I see the value there and mm-hmm. it's like you have as like now when we're leading like mm-hmm. we're like leaders like we need to be it's just like how my stepmom said like to be a guidance counselor you need to be a teacher right, right? like you can't lead teachers without having that experience right so i definitely like appreciated it and i like doing shifts like yeah. i'm like this is like it was like mindless i could clock out like i'm like oh i'm, I'm doing this i'm doing that i'm like yeah. this is great like yeah. you know and i mean I loved working with all the dogs and walking mm-hmm. and like getting their training in. It was, mm-hmm. it was nice. It's literally like, I just wanted to do it all day. Yeah. Like, I'm yeah. like, why do we have to leave? <laughs> <laughs> and like, I mean, I, but any opportunity I could, like I mm-hmm. would like pick up shifts if I could. I mean, I just wanted to do it. Like, yeah. um, so yeah, those yeah, were your all first things. year you picked up Christmas Eve, yeah. Christmas morning, yeah. New Year's Eve, New Year's <laughs> morning. You're picking them all up. Yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah, which was like fine with me because like yeah. you know I get it. Like people have their things that they need to do with their families, and mm-hmm. like it just worked out. Jake was like working those shifts. You know, we're not around family. It's just him and I. So mm-hmm. we made other plans and made it work. And then mm-hmm. like you know, but I was like, this is just more time for me to to work and yeah. like to get all immersed in that experience and into yeah. the dog training world yeah so i was definitely willing to and yeah. it, it was fun um so you uh you got the interview done yeah you start your training assistant shifts mm-hmm. right you're like okay i'm a, i'm officially being hired as an apprentice mm-hmm. did i call you or did i tell you that day or what i tell you at the interview yeah did i tell you at the interview? you told me um no, you more so told me that I was starting as a trainer assistant and oh, okay. like, we'll see how it goes from oh, there. Oh, okay, okay. And I was like, I don't know what that means, but <laughs> all right. Like in my mind, I'm like, yeah, I'm doing this apprenticeship. Like yeah. I, did, I didn't, I wasn't under the impression there was a chance that I wasn't mm. like, you know yeah. what I mean? So, yeah. uh, eventually it just got to the point where you're like, Hey, read these books. And mm. I'm like, Oh crap. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, you want me to read, <laughs> but <laughs> Um, so I start reading the books like I, I knew I needed a head start on them because mm-hmm. like reading for me was like never my mm. strong suit. But I will well, neither say neither was math. No, <laughs> like anything academic was like, <laughs> but nah. you're a teacher. I know. But I mean, but I, that was different. Like I was yeah, passionate yeah. about those things. Right. Mm-hmm. Like health and fitness is where I was right. like always at. Right. So um, it was easy at that point. Yeah. And I tried to, like, as a teacher, just make my classroom more interactive because yeah. I knew kids at that point had been sitting all day. They right. want to get moving. Right. So so you're doing your training assistant shifts. Yeah. I tell you, hey, you got to read these books <laughs> to, to do the apprenticeship. You have to read these books mm-hmm. first. Mm-hmm. That's what I told you. Yep. And write these book reports. Write some book reports. And I'm like, what do you want in them? And you're yeah. like, just tell me about them. And I'm yeah. like, about what? And you're like, what you learned? <laughs> 
Tell me and what you I'm, learned from the books. And I'm like, yeah. oh, God. Like, he doesn't know I can't write these papers. <laughs> like, this is going to be rough. Um, yeah. But, like, I will say, like, that rekindled a relationship for reading with me. Like, I was mm-hmm. like, I enjoy reading. Like, mm-hmm. and I was, like, kind of flying through them. Um, mm-hmm. You know, there was one in particular where I was like, okay, this is this is rough. Like, Which one was it? Is the encyclopedia. Encyclopedia yeah. dog language. I was like, that I'm just reading definition after definition <laughs> after definition. I was like, oh, my God. Like, what? did I learn from this every definition in the book like I, I don't know <laughs> the book report for that one was pretty cut and dry um I learned definitions of dogs <laughs> yeah. no obviously I made it more like right, you know right. but it was like some were harder than others you know mm-hmm. the the interactive styles I was mm-hmm. like you know making Jake take the quiz mm-hmm. I was like yeah that's definitely you yeah, <laughs> I was like yeah. okay now I believe this like evaluating yeah. myself is always hard yeah Cause I'm like, am I like, I don't know. Like, Mm. what do you think? And he's, I mean, if he tells, he's just going to be like, oh my gosh, yeah, you're a firecracker and this (laughs) and that, like whatever. So when you're working the training assistant shifts, are you observing the trainers at all? Yeah. I mean, what's your initial observations? My initial observation is like, this is like a group. Like, Mm. you know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. it was like, uh, you know, you guys had a dynamic going on and Mm -hmm. it's like, I, I, I mean, one, everyone was like super professional, mm. like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like they'll, they're talking through things. If you have questions, like they're answering, but it was like, I was just always watching. Like mm. I'm watching everyone come in, grab their dogs mm. and I'm like, where are they going? Mm. Like, what are they doing? Mm. You know what I mean? There was, cause there was some shifts. I just wouldn't align up with seeing you guys, whether you're out at third Thursday mm-hmm. or like whatever it would be. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would just be watching them whenever they were Lexi's coming grabbing dogs I'm like mm-hmm. where's she going like what's she doing yeah um but it was so hard to know what was going on mm-hmm. like I'm like I just need to learn like what's happening in these like sessions you know right, right. um in terms of like just I would look at the boards I'm like oh this dog he he went from he healing he mm-hmm. went and now he's down I'm like holy right. crap so he's advancing in his training. I'm like he yeah. had a long day yeah. like I'm like holy, like I know nothing I'm like that was a long day of learning and it just all clicked like you know what I mean I'm like good job buddy yeah. and yeah. I would like practice it with him I'm like man he is like he's downing mm-hmm. like he's staying like mm-hmm. this is awesome yeah um so I would you see ever you see guys been around shooting videos Oh yeah, I'd but see he him. wouldn't talk to you. He wouldn't talk to me. No, he yeah. he was like just has his glasses on, <laughs> no emotion. He's just on a mission with everything he does, <laughs> and I'm like, oh, uh, staying away from that guy. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so when do you start your uh, shadow week? When was that? You remember that? I mean, I don't remember the exact week, but yeah. I I. No, at a certain I'm, point you do your shadowy yeah, yeah and i was like this is awesome like yeah. and then and you told me like they this is like you're not clocking in like this mm-hmm. is like you going about the day like this is the start of the apprenticeship you need to see if this is what you want to do mm-hmm. and so like knowing that like that's a co- another conversation we're having with jake right mm-hmm. like making sure then he's like all right like you know he's like you better be doing this you know what I mean <laughs> and I'm like I'm doing this like yeah. so I'm shadowing you guys I'm having a great time I'm like I'm riding along like what do you remember oh we're going yeah. to appointments like yeah. we're just chatting like on these long car drives like uh, over an hour oh some yeah <laughs> I mean if you're going into like Mount Pleasant or oh, like yeah. Charleston or wherever uh we did like a puppy seminar essentially I was like mm, that was your shadowy yeah really yeah with george yeah that's the one you're talking yeah. about really and i mean i'm just standing there and i'm like first of all i'm like this that's is your shadowy yeah 
Yeah. <laughs> I thought you were an apprentice at that point. That no, was so long ago. No. But yeah. I mean, I was like, this is a lot of standing for mm. one. Like I'm like starting to like mm. lean on the hips. I'm like, oh, oh this Uh-oh. is an adjustment. Yeah. Like, and then even coming from a PE teacher, right? right. Like where I'm right. like moving, I'm involved with my class. Right. I mean, right. I was walking day and like I was having, I feel like more active days than I was a PE teacher. As a dog trainer, you are? Yeah. 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 Even as like a training assistant. Oh, you yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, definitely. But definitely, oh, definitely the shadow week. Yeah. So, um, you you're know, walking. Yeah. You're standing. Oh, yeah. There's not a lot of sitting. A lot of talking. I'm like, I didn't say anything and I'm emotionally exhausted. Oh, and we're so, talking to clients. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I was like, whew. <laughs> like, I, I remember getting in the car with you being, and I think that's when you gave me the first jock. You're like, take this. Oh, really? Yeah. Because <laughs> I was like, holy crap, we just talked to this client for so long. And uh, you could just tell. Like, I mean, but I remember that puppy seminar, and like, you're talking through, like, everything's just coming so smoothly. Mm-hmm. Like, you're giving the whole, like, breakdown. You're training that dog right there. Mm-hmm. It was picking up. Like, you, you, I was like, oh. This is it. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, from like the point where he's jumping, he's biting, he's oh, doing yeah. all these things. And you're like teaching him how to downstay. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, my God. Like yeah. <laughs> live action right there. I mean, and I, my mind was blown. And they're like, I see their mind being blown. And they're like, oh, this dog needs to come to you. And I'm like, yeah. Because yeah. they didn't want to come. No. They didn't want to sign up. No. And then we went there. Then they did sign they up. They didn't think they needed it. Right. Like, and right. I mean, so that was cool. Um same thing when I shadowed Chris, I'm seeing some consultations, same type of thing, you know, but a more extreme case, like, mm-hmm. you know, that dog had a bite history, mm-hmm. you know, and it's mm-hmm. like, it's important to this lady that he gets the training, mm-hmm. um, you know, because she's like, I don't know what's to happen if he bites again, yeah. like, you know, but she doesn't want to send him. Yeah. And like, so seeing him like talk through that, uh, but also that dog, I was like, <laughs> I did not want to be at that consultation. <laughs> She's oh, like, didn't that dog bark at you or something? She, he was staring at me oh, the, staring whole you the whole time. time. Yeah. Like, I was like, and like, you know, she's like, oh, he loves you. And I'm like, <laughs> I could even tell. Like, I didn't really, like, through reading, I'm like, okay, yeah. I'm slowly learning things, but I yeah. wasn't certain. Like, I didn't feel confident in my, right, right. And by the time we left, Chris was like, that dog did, did was eyeing you up. Oh, yeah. That and, dog wanted to eat you yeah. for lunch. And then, know? like, it's like getting in between me and the owner. <laughs> and like, she thought that was the, the sweetest thing ever. She's like, he's so sweet. He oh, just wants to be near me i'm like he wants to rip my head off like you know what i mean like if i got near you right now to like shake your hand like i'm like whole like yeah i'm like this dog needs to come to us you know what i mean right and she signed up too right you know and so it was just cool seeing those relations and like how those relationships were built Mm -hmm. and like off of just you guys coming out Mm -hmm. um but it was it was also like a little overwhelming. Like I'm like every consultation was so different mm. that I'm like, what's the how like I need to really you need your know. protocols. Yeah, I was like I really need to be on point to be able to have these conversations. Like mm-hmm. and that was a little stressful because mm-hmm. it was like I knew that was coming in the apprenticeship. Yeah, and it's like how am I going to pass these things? Well, at the end of your shadow week, wasn't it your phase one exam or phase one assess verbal <laughs> assessment at the end of your shadow week? Yeah. Yeah. What was that like? I was I was nervous. Yeah, like so the I mean, phase one verbal assessment is where all the trainers are just at a table with you. They're asking you questions yeah. about things you should know. Yeah, yeah. Right? I mean, if you were training like reading things. in like training assistant things, just like uh, scenario things, you know, like seeing like, and you would come up with an answer, and they're like, mm-hmm. "Yeah, but this happens. Mm-hmm. Oh, but then this happens." And yeah. like, it's I can see where it's easy to get like stumbled. Like you know, I mean, it's like you guys. First of all. <laughs> 
Isn't the point to stress you out? Yes. Yeah, so the point is so to stress you out. And so you all sit there and you look stoic. <laughs> you're just like, you ha- all have glasses on. Meanwhile, an hour earlier, you're joking around with somebody. Yeah, yeah the whole demeanor <laughs> changes. I'm like, yeah. wait, aren't we friends? Like, like can, and I'm trying to make y'all laugh, like, because that's how I handle things. I'm like, hey, guys, like, isn't this? And you guys are all just like, super, like... So anyways, back to the question. And I'm like, oh, crap. I'm like, there ain't nothing getting me out of this. Um, But it would also be like, you know, it it would. You have to make a – you were like, I know the point is like make a decision. And Mm -hmm. like, can you stand by it? Is it Mm -hmm. in the best interest of the dog? Mm -hmm. What about the owners? Like, you know. Mm -hmm. And so I can see where like other people are getting tripped up. Like, you know, because I mean, even at times I'm like – uh, you know, I'm never going to say, I don't know, no, no. but I'm like, uh, I, I would just like sit there and stare at the ground. Like, what yeah. is the next thing I would do? Yeah. Um, and like, you all have your notes, mm. like you're writing things down. I'm like, what are they writing? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then you're like, all right, Aaron, thanks. And I'm like, yeah, did I pass? Like, I want to know right then. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you're like, we'll let you know. Yeah. Like, and things like that. I'm like, holy <laughs> crap. And then I leave and you guys stay. And mm. I'm like, they're all just talking about me. And I'm yeah. just supposed to go about my normal shift. <laughs> like, I'm supposed to go, like, let dog, like, and, like, you know, go clean and, like, just act like nothing happened. Yeah. Like, and so I well, just. Uh, also, I'm pretty sure I remember you saying that uh, Lexi tried to trip you up, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, that oh, day, yeah. That day you were shadowing <laughs> her. She's like, so what's, uh, what are you struggling with yeah. or whatever? <laughs> yeah. You get to the phase one exam. No, she asked it wasn't you that. even. She asked me. It's oh, like yeah. I just have word vomit. Oh, you're word vomiting like, to her. Yeah, I mean, oh, and she's I'm like, okay, I'm okay. always like an open yeah. book. Like, yeah, I mean, yeah. I'll just be very transparent about things. Like, yeah. and so I was like, yeah, the one question I'm nervous about is this. Mm. And like, she was like, you told her, yeah. <laughs> uh, and I don't know. I mean, I'm just, I don't know what my thought process was there, but I was just like, but I'm gonna know it. Like, you know, and I was like, while I was in the car with her, I'm studying Mm -hmm. like, and you know, um, but when it came time for her to ask me questions, the last one she asked me was Mm. that question. Mm. And I was looked at her and I think I started laughing (laughs) and like, I was like, okay, I see what you're doing. And, but like I said it and like, I knew it like by that time I, I had studied it like, and it was just a memorization thing. Right. It was just like a lot to memorize. Yeah. So, um, but so you yeah. finished that. Yeah. Did we tell you what you did? We were like, all right, you passed. Yeah, it was like a way after. Like oh, it really? was like it was way you after. made me wait. You made I did? me wait. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I mean, it was like I you guys debriefed. Mm-hmm. You call me back to the table. Mm-hmm. I think I'm just like sitting at the blue chairs. Mm-hmm. Like I'm like, okay, oh, that's right, I'm twiddling that's right, yeah. my thumbs. I'm yeah. like, they're talking about me. They're probably telling like talking about how much I messed up. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, whatever. And then I come back and you're like, All right, you passed. <laughs> And I'm like, all right. Like, what do you mean, all right? Like, talk about it some more. And then, but you start going over, like, you know, you you made decisions and that's the important thing. Like, mm-hmm. you know, they were the right decisions and, you know, but we just want you to make one. Like, yeah. it's like, it's sometimes you have to look around, make a call, see what you have. Mm-hmm. And so, um, you know, that helped a lot. Like, it, it gave me a little confidence boost, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so then you move into the next phase of your apprenticeship, mm-hmm. right, which is the lecture or the learning oh yeah yeah so we start having lessons but at that time too like i'm starting to work with some dogs with you okay yeah so i get my like first two Mm -hmm. i want to say and i'm working alongside you Mm -hmm. um you know and you're showing me you're we're doing the lessons it's going hand in hand with what i'm learning here Mm -hmm. um 
and I'm seeing it. Like, I'm seeing it go into action. I'm like, this is cool. Like, it's sticking with the dogs. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, I'm learning step by step with you, like, what the progression is and how Mm -hmm. to get that dog through, you know, to the next step. How do we know we're ready? Well, we know we're ready here, right? Like, and all about learning theory Mm -hmm. and, like, what they need for that information to stick. And I was like, this is where we're at. Like, this is where it gets cool, you oh, know? Yeah. So, I, rem- I mean, Banjo, first one. I was oh, like, yeah. oh, yeah. Good dog. Blue healer puppy. Yeah. Here we go. <laughs> um, and then, you know, same with, like, Georgia and mm-hmm. uh, and Duke, you know? Duke. Yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. So, it was just, it was all, like, this. I was like, yeah, now I'm in it. And, yeah. like, I had no I mean, it's still, like, a long process, but yeah. each day we're learning a new, or I'm learning a new lesson, mm-hmm. right? And then, like, there's, you know, studying with that because mm-hmm. you got to apply it to the next dog. And then mm-hmm. you have to apply it to the dog after that. And then, but maybe those, all those dogs' individual needs are going to be different. So mm-hmm. adjusting, like, mm-hmm. making and knowing when to make those calls, just like what we did in the phase one assessment. Like, right. you have to make a call at some point. Yeah. You know, so then you have your next or you have a written test coming up, right? Oh, yeah. So how's the first written test? Uh, I'm trying to remember that it's one. The, it's the learning theory one. Mm. It's basically just the lesson plans. Mm. Oh, OK. You I forgot. Mean, that means it wasn't hard There were hard so enough. many assessments. <laughs> that's what it is. I felt like I was every day. That was, was a long an time ago, though. Yeah. You know? So that's like you. Uh, it does feel like a while ago. Yeah. Um. I was like you just throughout the day, like, oh, Aaron, hey, what's up? By the way, can you tell me about this? And I'm like, oh, God. I was trying to avoid you like the whole day, and I would just find you like you would find me. And you'd be like, oh, hey, Aaron, what's up? By the way, can you tell me a little bit about X, Y, and Z? And I'm like, it's in front of everyone. And I'm like, oh, God. Like if I'm wrong, like trainers are here watching me. Training assistants are here watching me. I'm like, oh, God. Oh, yeah. So it's this. And you're like, okay, thanks. And you just walk away. You don't even tell me if I'm right or wrong. You just like, you're like, okay, thanks. (laughs) So just so the listener has a picture of this, Aaron's doing her daily duties. And then I just show up out of nowhere. I start questioning her, right? Yeah, literally. I'm preparing you for your written test. Yeah, and like every time, if I I could tell if I didn't get one right because you would ask me it again. Mm. Oh. <laughs> if I got it right, you would never bring it up again. Oh yeah. But if I didn't, then you would be like, "Oh, by the way, can you tell me about this?" And I'm like, "Oh, so I didn't get it right the first yeah. time." <laughs> but like I was studying. I mean, I yeah. went home. I'm like, "Jake, we need flashcards." Jake's pop quizzing you. Oh yeah. I'm yeah. like, "We need flashcards right now." I'm like, I, I learned from like writing down. I'm like memorize. I mean, I was like, I, I felt like I was back in college. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's helping me study. I mean, we're going to the gym. Like we're doing our cardio warm up. He's mm. got the packet. Like he's flipping through them. Oh, he's yeah. like, tell me this definition. I'm like, oh yeah, it's this. I'm like, mix it up. Go go to different spots. You oh, know yeah. what I mean? Oh, so, yeah. where he's Shuffle helping me. He's helping yeah. me a lot, and so that helped me with the assessment, you yeah. know? I mean, and you were quizzing me a lot, too. Yeah. And then, you know, some, some trainers would, you know, feel jolly that mm. day. They'd be like, oh, Aaron, can you tell me about this? And oh, I'm yeah. like, oh, now you're in it, too. <laughs> All right, we're all just doing it. Oh, yeah. So. Uh, I told them at the morning huddle, feel free to ask Aaron some questions. <laughs> oh, yeah. They took, they were, like, ready to pounce on that. Oh, yeah. Um. So, yeah, I mean, it was just that phase one was like, or that's phase two. That's phase two. Yeah. So you like, finished that one with the written test. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Which so was, you do the written test. That's a pretty cut and dry I was going to say, yeah, yeah, like very cut and dry, just like making sure you know it. And mm-hmm. it's like, but after that, it's like 
this stuff has to stick. It's not mm-hmm. just memorizing it for right. the test. It's right. memorizing it for like the, there's a reason we're memorizing it, yeah. you know? Well, you still get the pop quizzes after that oh, phase yeah. is over. Oh either. yeah. They didn't yeah. stop. Right. You know, cause then you have the, the phase three assessment yep. and like some of those questions reappeared, yep. you know what I mean? And like, but again, it's also just like, this is the stuff you need to know. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a lot of definitions mm-hmm. and terminology, but mm-hmm. like those are like, we're using them in conversations. Like we need to be able to, you know, explain that to owners. We mm-hmm. need to be able to recognize it mm-hmm. in dogs. Like that's a part of like, you know, the job. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I took it really seriously and like, I'm looking for it even like when I'm doing my training assistant shifts, like Mm -hmm. I'm looking for those things in dogs that like, I'm just working throughout the day. Right. So yeah, I mean that one, like you said, cut and dry, but overall, you know, still really effective. So then you proceed in your apprenticeship, you're learning more about training dogs, Mm -hmm. you're training more dogs, Mm -hmm. you start training people. Yeah. What's that transition like? Awkward. (laughs) It was awkward. I mean, it was like, but it was hard too. Like, you know, I mean, you're nervous. You know, I felt like you're going, taking back into the teacher days, except Mm -hmm. now it's adults, right? Mm -hmm. And some, I'm younger than, like, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? And Mm -hmm. so, and then it's also like, you know, maybe they have kids. Well, like I can't tell them what to do with their kids, you know, and they're, they're, everyone's excited to see the dog. Like, you know, there's, it's so much information to cover, Mm -hmm. you know, like they're not necessarily jumping into the protocols, you Mm -hmm. know, or or they don't understand maybe even the seriousness of like what they need to implement when they come home. Right. So it's like trying to really drill that message to them. Like, you know, while, you know, there's so much going on in the house. I mean, and I get it from their point of view, like they send their dog to training, like Mm -hmm. they come home. All right, we have our dog back. And it's like, no, it's not just that. Mm -hmm. So like, it's our job to kind of like talk about and give them the realistic expectations, but also give them all the tools they need Mm -hmm. to like be successful. Right. right? Maintain that training. Yeah. So, I mean, also just like that alone, like, you know, having that down packed was mm-hmm. hard you know like yeah. all the information because it's a lot yeah. like we spend a good amount of time with them mm-hmm. making sure they feel comfortable with everything and like setting them up to be successful right uh and i was like oh my god well, you're mean, teaching the people you're you're doing consultations for people yeah. that have questions about training they want to sign up you're yeah. getting on the phone with people yeah you're emailing people yeah so i mean you got all this going on yeah you're trying to learn yeah you know it was just like, yeah, it, it becomes overwhelming. And yeah. like, you know, I first start doing training the owners with you. Mm-hmm. And I could tell in moments you stepped in, I would be so pissed at myself. <laughs> be like, God, I forgot that. <laughs> or like if there's a question I didn't like, like they asked me, that's I'm like, that's a good question. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like yeah. you learn through experiences and like yeah. I could tell you could tell that I didn't like, I'm like, uh, uh, and you're like, so what I would do here is, and I'm like, uh. Like, yeah. but like, I'm just absorbing it. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. you know, I mean, I'm trying to be patient with myself and then I start training with other trainers, like, mm-hmm. you know, and working with them and it's seeing how like, you know, they do things, you know, it becomes individualized. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like they have their styles mm-hmm. on how to give the information and things like that. Yeah. Um, and even like running the returns, you know, like they switch things up and just find something that works for them. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, like there's, this is like it's a lot Mm -hmm. you know what i mean and it is hard but the more you do it the more comfortable you get it's literally like a repetition thing Mm -hmm. as long as you are actually taking in the feedback Mm -hmm. and actively applying it to your next 
because it's easy to not. Because after every appointment, your trainer is going to, or your supervising trainer will debrief you and tell you things to improve on. Yeah. Yeah. But it's like, if you're not coachable, it's hard. It's easy to fall back into what you just did the day, the couple days before. Right. Or, you know, there's some time in between your next return, Mm -hmm. however many days, weeks, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you have to be constantly like adjusting you know what I mean if you're not you're not going to get better Mm -hmm. and so like taking that feedback and actually applying it Mm -hmm. is like important yeah um so what's some of the main things you remember from that (laughs) from that time before your what my feedback before your next written test Uh, no like the big things that are like in your head that could be feedback but it could be just stories (laughs) of like things that happened I mean I think of like a, a set of you know, I had some sibling dogs, you know, two dogs from the same home, mm-hmm. uh, very different, like mm. very, like one set of dogs, super trained, like very, took to the training super well. Right. I was like, this is awesome. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? You see it put into action. You see they're on point. Like, you know, of course they all are, but like, they're just like mm-hmm. really taking to it well. And then you go home and it's chaos in the home Mm. you know what i mean and Mm -hmm. like that was hard like you know because then it's like you're not just navigating the dogs now you're having to tell these people like you're gonna have to adjust some things here too if you want this to be successful right and that's hard to do yeah i mean it's hard to be like that person to come into the home and be like hey switch up everything right like what you're doing right now is gonna get you what you had before right right like it's not like a throw the money at it and fix it Mm -hmm. you know like we say like Mm -hmm. it's like this is going to be work yeah um and it's like some people are like what you know Mm -hmm. what i mean and sometimes Mm -hmm. it involves kids Mm -hmm. and like you know changing that up like yeah yeah, your kids can't just be jumping all over the dogs anymore you know what i mean and it's like what yeah. Like these are their dogs. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, but they like, like they have just, you know, some protocols to be following too. Yeah. Or, you know, like I think of the uh German Shepherd brothers I had that mm-hmm. like I was just like this is where it's not a one size fits all. You right. know what I mean? Like right. we're having to make adjustments on the fly, like I'm having to evaluate like some dogs need more, like some dogs need like you know, more of this area, more Mm. of this area, like whether it be distraction or more like repetitions on the obedience. So like being able to be flexible in that. Right. And like, same with your timeline, like being able to like feel okay with that because it's easy to feel overwhelmed. Like you're falling behind or like, you know, Oh, this is, this is taking some more time. Yeah. And it's like, you can get caught up in the like, well, it's day, it's day seven. Like, mm-hmm. where are we at? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it, it can feel overwhelming. You're adjusting your training to the dog. You're adjusting it to the people. Yeah. You're yeah. adjusting it to the family yeah. when you take that dog home. Yeah. All the above, right? Yeah. And then you're dealing with it like you're, you're, that's the second part of training, mm-hmm. right? Like the, the time they have with you is only the first half, mm-hmm. if that. I mean, if you think about it in the grand scheme of their life, yeah. it's not a half. Yeah. You know, it's a, it's a it's moment. A very, the board and train itself, the boarding portion is a very small part of that yeah. program. Yeah. Right. So, um, you know, setting that owner up and it's hard to tell someone to change their ways. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like they, sometimes they don't understand the type of dog they got. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's our job is to bring that to light and like yeah. talk about it and educate. Yeah. Um, but they're like, well, this isn't, this isn't what I want to do. Yeah. Well, it's like, what do, what do we do? Yeah. You know, like that's not an option. Like mm-hmm. we have to meet the needs of the dog. Mm-hmm. So it's like, again, what's in the best interest. Yeah. So being able to advocate for them in that sense, but also like not overwhelming the owners, mm-hmm. you know, finding that balance. 
of like I get that, but like you guys got to have that compromise. Right. Um so yeah, I think of some sibling brothers that I've had, you know, that definitely gave me a run for my money, either going <laughs> home or like just during training. Um, all the above. All the above. <laughs> um you know, but you definitely I mean, you you understand like mm-hmm. I, I even think like those special cases you're like those bonds are forming i mm-hmm. mean you form a bond with all those dogs but yeah. it's like it's so strong and mm-hmm. so it's like you want the best like and you want to help you know that's the biggest thing i feel like is training gives them that mental sort right. you know of like right. sorting out what's going on in their head yeah that's what i saw in my personal dogs like yeah. what it did for them yeah. i'm like i want that for every dog yeah you know yeah um and if we can give them that but now we just have to maintain it when they go home right um but another thing is like i could easily spend a lot of time in some appointments <laughs> I, I could get carried away uh, so, uh, you talking know. too much, you run over your time. Uh, I run over my saying? time, wrapping up appointments. I I heard that a bit. Like, Aaron, we gotta go. <laughs> I'm like, well, I'm not done. Yeah. Like, you know, like once you start to feel like you have a groove for it, mm-hmm. it's like something you're like, I could talk about this all day. Yeah. And this owner's asking questions. Like, yeah. it's easy to get caught up mm-hmm. in that. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? It's it's an addictive thing. Mm-hmm. And. uh you know you want if you have if you see someone who's interested Mm -hmm. it's like yeah let's talk about it and then next thing you know you're there for three and a half hours (laughs) and you have another appointment that you have 20 minutes to get to or whatever you know what i mean so being able to be man like manage your time is important as Mm, well time management yeah so you get through that portion then you take your next written exam which is the big the big exam yeah what do you think about that one what do you remember from that one that one was like it was just it's mental toughness like it literally is it's like being able to i mean it took me like the full amount of time yeah i mean eight hours yeah Yeah. then i have you walking outside (laughs) you done yet i'm like an hour in i'm like nope i'm on question whatever you know what i mean and like you know, two hours later, you done? <laughs> and I'm like, God, no. Like, I mean, I'm like, why am I even engaging? Yeah. Like, you know what yeah. I mean? <laughs> well, this test for the listener, uh, if you haven't listened to the Dog Trainer podcast, but basically it's 100 questions, but it's some, like, definition questions, but yeah. it's a lot of scenarios. Yeah. Not a and, scen- it, and it's just tedious, you know, right. very detailed. You just got to write out what you're going to be doing, right? Yeah. It's and that you- mental toughness. It's also, like having enough confidence in the information to be able to write it out mm-hmm. in a systematic way mm-hmm. right and it's like also, i mean you had been preparing me for that like we're doing the same thing we're quit mm-hmm. you're quizzing me like we would sit i'd have a whole day planned out mm-hmm. and then you'd be like hey aaron come sit at the back table with me and i'm like <laughs> well there goes that plan <laughs> and like we're, you're quizzing me and like but i'm grateful for it like mm-hmm. i need it like mm-hmm. and but i'm also like I can say it verbally, mm-hmm. but I'm worried about like typing it out. And mm-hmm. it is like, it's daunting when you're like hearing like, yeah, this is like a long, it's, it's an all day thing. Right. Like I'm like, okay, like the SAT, but like, no, cause it's not multiple choice. It's, it's you're writing the answers. I'm like, there's no way that can take eight hours. Yeah. Like, and you hear Kevin failed it, so he had to actually take 16 <laughs> hours of yeah. test, you know? I'm like, there's no way. Like, and then, and then you know, the other trainer's like, yeah, that thing's no joke. And I'm yeah. like, yeah. And they're like, you take it outside, too. And I'm like, well, it's summer. I'm yeah. like, that's, that's hot. You know what I mean? And I'm like, yeah. and you're like, but take breaks as needed. You know, do mm-hmm. what you got to do. And I'm just like, I'm overwhelmed. Like, mm-hmm. but I'm studying. I mean, all I can do is 
focus on the stuff I know, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? And, and go off the quizzes. And that was a long day. Mm-hmm. I mean, it really, really was. And I was by the t- end of it, like, I'm like, all right, going to go get to work. And I'm like, I could sleep right now. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like <laughs> I'm mentally drained. Yeah. Like, and, uh, but I, you know, you'd been sitting all day. I'm so used to like moving. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I, I could go walk the trail like 18 times. Right. You know what right. I mean? Right. Right. <laughs> So, and I told you that you passed it. Yeah. And you so then you, you like <laughs> graded it right. Like you were like, all right, I'll go grade it. And I'm like, he's going to be all day. Yeah. I'm like, there's no way he's going to be able to grade that. Thing. I'm not going to know till tomorrow. I'm like, great. I'm going to feel so anxious. And then you come back into the carport and you're like, just staring at me. I'm like, why are you in here? Go read my test. <laughs> and you're like, you passed. <laughs> I'm like, oh gosh. Cause the whole time I'm thinking like, if I have to do that again, mm. oh my that's God. That's where it really gets tough. That's where it's know? like, I'm like stressing. I'm I remember like, I graded Kevin's, he failed it. I was like, oh shoot, he failed <laughs> it. You know, I was like, he has to take the remedial test. Yeah. You know? And you Which tell is me- a whole different set of questions. It's all different. <laughs> You know, I'm just I, I'm even like from you. I'm like, I, I wouldn't want to read that. Like, I know where it's necessary. Yeah. But like and you're even you're like, do you want to see the questions you got wrong? And I'm like, you're like, no. Yeah. yeah. I was like, no. <laughs> but then you show me like number two. And I'll never forget that. Number two. I don't remember it. <laughs> I didn't answer it. Oh, that's right. <laughs> you didn't answer it. That's an automatic, you know, yeah. miss on that one. I'm like, what the heck? I, I even like went through it again. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. But yeah. I had a whole like method to my madness on how I answered the questions. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I was going through first round, just knocking out the ones that I was like, get this out of the way. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. The one where it's yeah. like, detail this. I'm like, that can wait yeah. like you know what i mean <laughs> um so i yeah you're like number two no answer and i'm like oh my gosh i'm like did i do that for more and then you talk to me about the other ones i'm like all yeah. right all right and now i'm like annoyed that i even missed these questions mm. it was like really little things and i'm like yeah. all right i think i got like minus three points or something yeah, you got like a 98 or something so but yeah i was done yeah i was like cool like that's over with. I'm like, no, what's next? And yeah. it was a uh, consultations or next? Yeah, the past ten consultations. Yep, yep. And I mean, so that's when we've been, uh, you know, you'd already been doing some though. We already did right? some, kinda. Well, we, you, yeah, you didn't pass any, I don't think. <laughs> I would go with Chad to some consultations, and yeah. uh, I would introduce myself, and then Chad would just quickly be like. <laughs> So anyways, this is what I'm like, I'm like, okay. Like, and he's like, you gave them too long. Mm. You, you, you gotta just jump right in and you gotta let them know what's going on. And like this, I'm like, oh God, I'm like, so now I'm competing with you on like first word. And so, you know, there'd be sometimes I, I get you and I'm like, I'm talking and we're working through it. But then even they have questions like there's no script to this Mm. thing. You know what I mean? It's Mm. literally like, how can we help you? Mm. And you, you, you have information going into the consultation, but you don't necessarily like know what their personality completely is, right? right. You don't know what they're walking into. You don't know if they know everything, mm. right, yeah. that their dog's going through. Right. So it really is like a little bit on the fly. Mm-hmm. Um, and being able to adjust to that is hard. That was hard. Yeah. <laughs> it is hard. Um, and then, you know, at the end of the day, like like you said, being able to help them, however it may be, mm-hmm. you know, in, in just management and just what's going on in the home in that moment, how can we help them? Yeah. You know, sometimes people are just like, get me through this, mm-hmm. you know, and like, 
that's what we're going to do. Yeah. Um, but then we had some, like, some team training, and that really helped out, yep. you know, like coming together as a team. Well, we changed our protocols yeah. as a team. Yeah. Because, like you said, at the beginning of your apprenticeship, there's you're always learning. You're getting that debrief mm-hmm. from your supervising trainer. That doesn't end when you're a certified trainer. Mm-mm. You know, there's always debriefs. There's always development, self-development, personal development, professional development, team development. Yeah. So we changed a lot of the things that we were doing as a team to better better serve people yeah. while you were an apprentice. Yeah. You know, And that helped me a lot. Right. Because like, then I'm like, okay, there's like we're having establishing like a sense of a protocol mm-hmm. whereas like before it was like what do you, you're gonna help them and i'm like what yeah. does that even mean yeah. you know i was like these yeah. 10 consultations are gonna take forever yeah because yeah but um this gave me like okay i feel like we're all on the same page mm-hmm. like you know we have things to like refer back to we have a com like i it was just like something that clicked for me right. where it was like hearing from everyone um and right, we trained on it for like two weeks and then you just took off with it because yeah. i remember the next consultation we had mm-hmm. you were boom you were on the ball <laughs> you've been studying i mean uh, yeah the new it, protocols, it really helped know? it really yeah. did and so um yeah it just like paved the way essentially mm-hmm. and like i felt like i'm able to have the conversations be more smoother because i'm also feeling more confident mm-hmm. right so it's like once you feel like you're not like, like, what do I say? What do I like? You know what to say. You right. know how to help them. Right. You know how to adjust to them and mm-hmm. their needs. Like then I'm like adding like the, the relationship. You can focus on that relationship part where mm-hmm. you're like, oh, yeah, like, you know, and you're getting to know them. And then yeah. you're like hearing the little things that they need and how we can help them with those things that they didn't even think of. Right. You know what I mean? So uh, definitely that was game changer. Yeah. And now, I mean, it. I carry it when I'm on my own, you yeah. know, same. It's like, it doesn't stop. Yeah. So, so you got through all that. You got certified. Mm-hmm. What was that like? I was like, uh, <laughs> I mean, I wasn't expecting it that day. Yeah. I mean, and I don't know why. I mean, it was just like, it was like, oh, I don't know when it's going to be mm-hmm. like, you know what I mean? And it, Jake would be talking to me and he'd be like, you think it's soon? I'm like, I, I don't know. <laughs> like, I mean, but I'm also like, you know, at this point in the apprenticeship, like I'm more like you guys are fading me to be on my own. So mm-hmm. it's like, I know that it's a matter of time, mm-hmm. but I'm like, it, nothing really changes. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, you know, the only thing that changes is I'm not going with you guys anymore. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? I'm not riding with you or Chris or Kevin or Lexi or, mm-hmm. you know, I'm on my own. Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, I like being with people. Like, mm. you know what I mean? <laughs> like I like hanging out, like, you know, it makes yeah. it fun. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's all fun, but like, yeah. you know, being able to BS in the car on the yeah. way there, joke around <laughs> is always nice. Listen to Jocko DJ music oh, in my truck. Not that, or maybe, you know, but some Renaissance music for sure. <laughs> what uh, what's it like riding with all the other trainers? It, what's the what's like when you're riding with me? What's happening when you're riding with Chris, Kevin, and Lexi? Well, you and I, it's like you know we're talking about just you know. First, it's like common interest. So mm-hmm. we're talking about the gym. How was the gym that morning? You mm-hmm. know, things like that. We'll be talking about just things going around. But we're just like making jokes and laughing. Like mm-hmm. it's really just like you're talking with a buddy. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And mm-hmm. like, yeah, there's and then there's like training to it. So there's so much going on in our car rides. Mm-hmm. You know, we're talking mm-hmm. about Jake. We're talking mm-hmm. about, uh, you know, jujitsu mm-hmm. and like, you know, all the things that we do. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you ride with Chris and, you know. He's, you know, we're talking about kind of same things, like, mm-hmm. but 
again, I just resort to like making, I'm like, I need to make people laugh. Like, you know, like we need to get this humor going. Yeah. So, uh, you know, trying just shooting it with him, like, Oh, like, did you see this? How? And I'm asking him like cop questions because mm. I don't even know mm. like what. When we were looking for a new house, I'm like, how's this oh, area? Yeah. You oh, know, yeah, like, yeah, and yeah. this and that. So just like getting all that from him. You know, I would always talk to him about like Jackson and Nicholas. You know, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but then we also have like my dogs to fall back on at the time. So mm-hmm. things would just take off from there naturally. Mm-hmm. And then like riding with Kevin, sometimes it's hard to make a conversation. <laughs> like he's just like in the zone, and I'm like, okay, then I'm. <laughs> I'm just gonna be in the zone and then he'll just like randomly say something i'm like yeah yeah that is that is true like you know like and like yeah. we'll kind of go off from there but it's hit or miss mm. on like you never know what you're getting with kevin you never huh? know no you never know. and it's like one day he could just be in a super like he's singing i'm like wow <laughs> kevin's in a good mood and then there's other times where we're going to home depot and he's super quiet and i'm mm. like oh i don't know what uh that warrior comes through. I'm like, I don't know yeah. what's going on in his head. Yeah. You know, yeah. I don't want to pull it out. So mm-hmm. I'm just like, I'll make a comment or two. And if it's just like quiet, then I'm taking the quiet. <laughs> if it's like he's running with it, I am too. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. same. And then same with like Lexi. Like, you know, granted, like we've definitely like gotten closer throughout the apprenticeship, you know, mm-hmm. um, like you like to close butt buddies, you know, <laughs> but, uh, you know, and so it just became like, yeah, we're talking about our dogs. We're talking yeah. about, you know, things going on in life. Like ultimately I find it super important to have mm-hmm. like the close knit feel like you right. need to have those relationships with your coworkers. Right. It's like a team, you mm-hmm. know, like that's developing the chemistry, you know, if I have issues, like I want to be able to talk to whoever, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And like get through it and like make myself feel better or it's like vice versa. I want people to feel like they can come to me. Mm-hmm. Um, so just having like that openness, if I have a question, I ask it like, and just making sure that dynamics there. Yeah. Um, and it's hard to do when you're coming into a group that already has relationships within each other. You right. know what I mean? Like oh, you yeah. and Chris have been best friends for so long. You know, you and Kevin, cousins, like Lexi's been here for quite some time. I'm the mm-hmm. new person. Like I got to play some catch up. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And But I want to be just as valuable as anyone else. Mm-hmm. So it's like I got to put in the work, yeah. you know? Yeah. For sure. Well, good to go. So you got certified, so you're good to go. So <laughs> Fair, you're yeah. Thing now. Yeah. I mean, and it definitely, it feels different, like yeah. going places on my own, you know, yeah. doing things like, you know, in the moment, there's no one else. Like mm-hmm. it's me getting these owners through situations. Yeah. Um, but I see the trust that they have in me, like, you know, and like uh, at the end of the day, like I know what, what to do. Like right. I, I just have to like, calm myself sometimes you know and and then just get them through the step process i mean i had a difficult dog that i was working with Mm -hmm. right before i got certified Mm -hmm. and i knew going home like that was going to be tough for the owner Mm. you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like oh yeah and just the adjustments that they would have to make and just the overall like life changes for that dog for her you know Mm mm-hmm she's been through some stuff as well so mm-hmm. it's like being able to have the relationship in that side like mm-hmm. we we're not just dog trainers you right. know what i mean like sometimes we're hearing about their personal problems sometimes right. we're like applying that to like hey like what how can we mesh these two together like you yeah, know you and definitely like, have to be like a people person mm-hmm. to be a dog trainer yeah you know which i think a lot of people that think they want to be dog trainers don't understand that no you know no you're i mean def- we- you're definitely you got to be able to talk yeah 
and have relationships with people. I mean, you know? I hear it all the time when I'm like saying it now, like, yeah, I'm a dog trainer. Like, I want to play with dogs all day. I'm like, yeah. that's not all it is. Yeah. Like, that's, yeah. that's not it at yeah. all. Like, you know, we're still we're working with people, too. And mm-hmm. I mean, you end up working with people more through oh, our yeah. follow ups, through the group classes, through, you know, the consultations and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Um, but and it's just whatever life takes them through. Yeah. You know, that's what yeah. we're there for. Yeah. So definitely. Oh, good to go. A couple of things to wrap it up here. First of all, what's your morning routine? <laughs> do you have a morning routine? I do. Okay. I do. It's been a little all over the place lately okay. with some life changes. Um, but typically, like my routine would be uh, waking up, you know, I eat right away. What time are we waking up? Mm, right now, around 530. Okay. Yeah, not three thirty. <laughs> I didn't not, say you had to wake up at a certain like time. Some people. I didn't uh, say you had to wake up at a certain time. Mm-hmm. I'm just curious. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So <laughs> around like th- uh five thirty, and then you know getting out of bed, I do need to eat right away. Like mm. I'm that person. Mm. Um, but like you know, I know that's good for women to eat within like thirty minutes of waking up. You grab some, grab some cookies. No. Cookie dough. No. You know? <laughs> what are you eating? I'm typically eating like oats. Oats. Yeah. You got overnight oats, or you prepare them? Oh uh, no, I'm just making them right then. So. You like making like warm oats, or are you putting them in a blender and? I have like them quick with... oats, and I just put warm, yeah, warm mm-hmm. water over them, let it yeah. sit for a little bit while I'm doing other stuff. Yeah. By the time I'm like ready, like I just put some PB2 on them, mm. some banana in there. Yeah. Mix it up with some honey. Yeah. You're good to go. Nice. And then it's quick. Uh, sometimes I'll have a protein shake with it. And then I'm, but while all that's going on, feeding my dogs. Mm-hmm. Um, this is 530. Yeah. Basically when this is starting. Yeah. Yeah. And like we're walking, we do our walk through the neighborhood. So mm-hmm. like always a morning walk through the neighborhood. You got one route you take or you do different routes? Sometimes I mix it up, but mm-hmm. in the morning, like it's still dark. I always mm-hmm. get weirded out about cars, mm-hmm. like especially my neighborhood, like people fly through neighborhoods. Mm-hmm. We don't have sidewalks. Well, that main road, they're definitely yeah. flying up and yeah. down. Yeah. So I'm just like, all right, well, we have to walk in the street. So mm-hmm. I sometimes mix it up but you got a reflective vest on no 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 i do need one but i wear bright shirts and i will say that like i have like white colored shirts but yeah yeah i've thought about getting one or Or one of those belts those reflective belts you're bringing up belts again come on now (laughs) we know forgot you don't like belts (laughs) (laughs) um so walking them just making sure they at least have that because depending on my day they they're either coming to work with me or they're staying at home Mm -hmm. um and then depending on what my schedule is i'm either going to the gym in the morning Mm. or i'm going in the afternoon So, so you adjust it. I adjust it, hmm. um, just Based depending on, on the day. Mm-hmm. So if I'm going to the gym beforehand, then I always like that because it's done. Like yeah. it's something I can guarantee was done. Mm-hmm. But some days I'm just like I have to be flexible where mm-hmm. it's like we're, this is going to have to be an evening one. Yeah. But I do not like the gym in the evenings. It's super busy. <sighs> And it's just like by the end of your day, you just want to be able to like decompress. And I know exercise is a form of decompressing, but it's still like exhausting. How many days are you going to the gym every week? I right now like five. Five. Yeah. Yeah. About to up it. Monday through Friday. Uh. Or you do a weekend, couple weekends. I'll do like a Saturday session, but I'm. I think I'm gonna adjust. I'm about to adjust my whole split. Really? Yeah. What are you going to? I think I'm going to go towards more like functional, like Mm -hmm. making sure like, you know, we talk a lot about longevity Mm -hmm. and I feel like, you know, I've been very fortunate to not have injuries. You know, Mm -hmm. I made it through college sports without injuries and, uh, that's good, but I'm starting to feel it. (laughs) (laughs) Like there's certain things where I'm like that hurt, you know what I mean? And I think it comes down to like working on mobility, like Mm -hmm. working on like 
smaller movements in terms mm-hmm. and focusing on like joints and like yeah. exercising for long term rather than just like you know getting into specific niches whether that be powerlifting whether mm-hmm. that be uh you know uh like what is it bodybuilding yeah. you know i was yeah. really focused on those for a long time mm-hmm. and i i just don't think that's sustainable mm-hmm. you know looking mm-hmm. at like what that does to the your internal health and right. like your hormones i'm way more focused on that right and uh so you got to make adjustments you're uh, getting your centenarian decathlon oh geez you didn't listen to the podcast Whoa. The longevity I'm podcast? I'm still getting through it. Right, okay. through it. That's what Chris said yesterday. He's like, I'm an hour in. <laughs> I was like, you got a while It was a ago. long one. It was a long one. So. It's kind of science-y. Yeah. Anyway, so the centenarian decathlon is training for life. <laughs> yeah. Right? I mean, and it is. I mean, through conversations like with you, like, mm-hmm. you know, and just thinking about like what my body's going through. Like, yeah, I'm walking more. Like, mm-hmm. and I'm, you know, feeling, you know, things on my joints a little more mm-hmm. um, or whatever it might be. And it's like uh, going to the chiropractor, like seeing mm-hmm. the x-rays of all that. Like, yeah. and, you know, there's some things I have to adjust just for like my overall posture. You yeah. know what I mean? And yeah. like, and as those are being pointed out, like I feel it. I'm like, that's why I feel pain when I'm squatting. Like, mm-hmm. that's why I feel pain when I'm doing lunges. Right. So it's like, tweaking that like yeah maybe it isn't about lifting you Mm -hmm. know 350 pounds anymore like you know as like a goal like maybe it's more about like i'm not saying i do that (laughs) you just said you you just said you deadlift 350 no i said as a goal i hope hope chris heard that no 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 no. because we got the trainer workout competition it's not a competition it's a trainer workout coming up no i'm i'm pushing 300 she said 350 no i'm pushing three but my goal for the year was like (laughs) oh i'm getting to 350 i remember when you said that i remember when you said that and i'm like maybe that's not what it should be because i've then learned like i've I, I tweaked my back like you mm-hmm. know I feel like when you start focusing some other things get compromised or mm-hmm. like you know you're in a time crunch maybe you're not warming up properly so mm-hmm. really focusing on that because it's like what is lifting 350 pounds going to do for me so what know? split are you going to I think it's going to be more of like uh, you listen to Dr. Mike on YouTube remember I sent mm, you the video the corny remember? joke guy <laughs> <laughs> mm. I mean no I but I do I like I'm getting more into like researching on my own you know mm. like finding what's best for me I think I'm just going to start implementing more cardio because mm. I I shy away from that mm-hmm. I'll do stair oh because we got the 5k's coming up you're like I gotta win I think that's I'm what gonna, you're, that's I legit think what you're try trying to, to do smoke y'all <laughs> That's like, legit what you're trying to do. I'm you're just going to take me. off at the starting line. I mean, Jake did one. He told me his time. I'm like, mm, I'm going to beat it. <laughs> uh, but, like, also it's just, like, you know, like what's going to be best for me long term? Like, yeah, mm-hmm. cardio is great. Um, and then – but just reverting back to, like, breaking up my leg days. Like maybe mm-hmm. I'm focusing more on, like uh, – less volume right mm. like more reps like it's just gonna depend oh, on yeah, what you guys like a lot of volume <laughs> yeah you and jake i mean we like feeling like we're doing people. some stuff you know <laughs> yeah. what i mean we'll throw supersets in there you yeah. know yeah. all those things and i'm learning like yeah maybe that's not what you need to do like mm-hmm. if you're more time under tension is what's important mm-hmm. and then it's like the weight goes up from there but if it doesn't like you can still develop like yeah. it's all about that time under tension yeah and form so mm-hmm. really like setting into that and if that means rebuilding strength then you know starting from that you know building that up as we go yeah good to go good to go but focusing on legs 
That's that's yeah. your that's your focus. Oh yeah. You want that uh, I, core strength. I need that's those, what that is. Yeah, I mean. I you need, want that foundation set. You need those tree trunks. Right. You know. <laughs> you, you need them. I mean, that's how you're gonna win a 5K. That's what I think. <laughs> you know. But I also want you know I want it all. Like I want. Yeah. We're gonna. Well, you gotta have, to, have the cardiovascular. But you also gotta have upper body. That's true. You know what I mean. That's you gotta true. be able to handle those big dogs. Yeah. Yeah, you got to be able to incline press the 150s. Oh, come on. shoot. Wow. The dumbbells. Come on, let's go. All right. <laughs> All right, so we know you are an athlete. You've got a big background in, in uh, health and fitness, and we're kind of talking about it already. But talking about, like, your your week or maybe a day, how are you structuring your, your workouts? You said you're going to a six-day-a-week workout mm-hmm. probably. Mm-hmm. Also meals. You got to get your, your nutrition mm-hmm. in. Yeah. So what are your considerations for that? Maybe it'll help somebody. I mean, really, right now, like, my biggest focus is protein. Mm. I mean, I'm doing less of, like, you know, I'm more doing intuitive right now on mm-hmm. carbs and fats just because, like, I've always been pretty good at, like, I did hardcore tracking mm-hmm. um, when I was, like, into bodybuilding and, like, going down that route with a coach mm-hmm. to where, like, she's on my, like, my fitness pal, Like, mm-hmm. she's monitoring me. Like, mm-hmm. it was, like, intense. Mm-hmm. But it also led to some very unhealthy habits where it was like I that's when I noticed like this is not good for my internal mm. health. Like mm. there were th- things affecting my hormones, like I was mm. breaking out more, whatever mm. it may be. And I'm like, this isn't normal. From food selection or yeah, from ju- uh, like, deficit? Yeah, well, and it's just like so focused on the macros, right? right. Like ignoring those micronutrients oh, and things like diet. that things like that and to where it's like i'm just trying to meet the numbers for the gym not for like you know health and like and then learning like that side of fitness isn't necessarily like caring about that Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. you hear it all the time from from bodybuilders how they're like mine i need to take a break like my internal health is like right all messed up you know what i mean or it's like it causes bigger issues down the line jake and i have like family goals and things like that that Mm -hmm. we want like and it's just like i don't want to do anything to jeopardize that Mm -hmm. you know and it can and i feel like it was starting to lead that way Mm -hmm. so it was like i backed out you know i just kind of was like this isn't good for me the coach wasn't a good fit if she's just like yeah this is what you need to do like Mm -hmm. that stuff doesn't matter right now Mm -hmm. you know and it's Mm -hmm. just like that that's not what i want you know um so like right now my biggest focus is protein being Mm -hmm. mindful of that and i think that's the most important part of like building strength and like longevity and things like that is you know at least getting your amounts of protein it's easy to not how much protein are you are you how are you splitting up your protein for the day uh it's hard it's and it's hard in our training day Mm -hmm. um but i I have about four meals in my day um how much protein are you getting in every day i make sure i'm getting at least like you know so i have 145 grams of protein Mm -hmm. but like i feel great if i'm having about 160 like yeah like i i feel good if i Mm -hmm. have a little bit more than like my body weight you just divide that up between those four meals yeah yeah or if it's like a snack like sometimes throughout my training day like i'm like on the go or whatever it might be like i'm like a snack is all like i i'm like thinking about right now Mm -hmm. but then on my when i'm home i'm like okay like we got we got to Get balance that this out in. yeah we mm-hmm. gotta catch up so. what's your uh favorite protein sources mm, steak steak <sighs> yeah yeah love me some steak ground turkey i know you're eating that for a while <laughs> I, I do i do eat it but you it's like not it? my favorite oh you don't really like no, it no but it's like it's, it's just, the protein though it's protein and yeah. it's lean i'm also just like not creative with cooking i need mm. to get more creative <laughs> salmon yeah. 
The salmon I, on the menu? I do like salmon. I like shrimp. Oh, shrimp. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. I like it. Chicken? I do like chicken, but, um, you know, I did some, like, testing mm-hmm. of, uh, like, food sensitivities. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, the When I was going into bodybuilding, she mm-hmm. had me, like, figure out my food sensitivities because it can cause bloat. It can right. cause, like, digestive issues, and chicken right. was a big one for me. Mm. Um, Interesting. So she was, like, you know, basically, like, telling me to cut that out. What about eggs? Eggs were one, too, but I still eat eggs. Yeah. I like eggs. Yeah. Yeah. I I mean and I like you know certain protein shakes, but I try to get them like my sources like from like meats. And, what like, about the milk? The milk's good. Milk's good. Yeah, all I right. need I need to be better about ordering my milk. <laughs> I went through all my my uh, milk. You drank all your milk too fast. Yeah, it was it was gone before I could order more. <laughs> it's like shipping isn't. It made be getting here. protein in too easy. <laughs> It yeah. made getting that protein too easy for it, you, huh? It was good. Yeah. Um, but I do try to stay away from, like, you know, shakes because I'm, like, at the end of the day, like, too Whole much. food yeah. is what you're going for. I mean, yeah, yeah. essentially. And yeah. a lot of food and, like, now focusing on, like, the nutrients and getting those back into the diet and things mm-hmm. like that. Like, you realize, like, how much it helps and how much things it changes the game mm-hmm. so it's like it's easy to neglect it if you're just focused on carbs fats proteins right you know what i mean right i mean my meals would look like rice ground turkey sweet potatoes yeah like i mean and it's just like yeah it gets boring missing out on a lot of nutrients yeah and it's boring you it's know? super boring so yeah. well good to go so out of those six days you're working out are those all lifting or is a couple of those cardio or they, they were all well now they won't be like, you know, I want to do definitely getting into more like the getting back into the athlete mindset mm-hmm. of like being able to do sprints and, and mm. runs and things like that and mm-hmm. training to that specifically, uh, the functionality of it all. But yeah. before, yeah, it was all lifting. Yeah. Um, you know, I would start with or end with some Stairmaster, yeah. you know, action. Um, but I hate the Stairmaster. Yeah. I yeah. just hate it. I dread that machine. That so thing will bad. smoke you. Oh, my gosh. I mean, two minutes on the Stairmaster? I mean, come well, on. Well, and then that's I hard. get competitive with it. You oh, know, yeah. At, you're at you're increasing the speed as oh, you yeah. go. <laughs> There's four Stairmaster machines, and I see oh, other people get on them. I'm like, I'm, yeah. <laughs> I'm racing them in my mind. And then it's like, oh, They're not God. paying attention to they you at all. They don't care about me. But it's like on cardio machines, I can't do anything else. Like, I mm. can't look at a screen like some mm-hmm. people do. I get super dizzy. Right. So it's like I'm just forced to stare at people. Right. And I'm like, I'm thinking, I'm just like, all right, I'm racing you. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? And they're just doing their own thing, yeah. you know? But I'm like, yeah, I'm smoking this person in yeah. my mind. And, like, oh, yeah. they'll be going slower for, for shorter, and I'm like, I'm going faster for longer. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah. I still hate it. Like, I'm just like, yeah, I got off. I'm like, God. That was so pointless. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. yeah, I'm definitely in a competition with people around me at the gym, but they don't even know it. Yeah. That's the thing. No. You know? I mean, I think that's just like a athletic nature. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and it's not, you don't want to hurt yourself because it's right. easy to do. Definitely. Like, you got to check the ego in the gym for definitely. sure. Because. Check the ego in every part of life. Yeah. You know? But it's that healthy balance. Like, I don't want to draw attention to me. Right. Like, and asking for a spotter or right. asking for help. Right. Like, I think right. of Ben's. You don't want to ask for help. Ben's story. Like, when he's. <laughs> 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 but, uh. You sound like Chris right now. You won't ask for help. It's hard. You know? I mean, but it's also, like, in, it's, it's different, I feel like, in the gym for, like, you know, um, it's easy to feel uncomfortable. Like, mm-hmm. as, like, you know, 
there's a lot of men in the gym right definitely easier for a dude because there's a bunch of dudes yeah. there there's not a lot yeah. of girls there that are like lifting yeah. significant weight and you it's know? like you know with girls it's like finding those like the good group of like women to ask like sometimes right. women are doing what i am but like mm. in a in a catty way where mm. they're like they view me as the competition and mm. they're not happy about it mm. like where it's like i'm like hey yeah good job yeah. you know what yeah. I mean? <laughs> they I'm got like, the uh, they got the leggings that are like scrunched oh, up in the goodness. butt crack you know what i'm talking <laughs> about it's like a new thing they got the leggings that have the elastic oh. down the butt crack and it goes into the butt crack meanwhile i'm like you know? i just don't want <laughs> what the heck? i don't want any attention on me i want to get in and get out which is why i go in the morning you know yeah, what i mean yeah. but then you're in that early morning crowd which is primarily like it's a lot of men yeah so it's like i yeah. don't want to ask these guys for yeah. help like, yeah that's weird it's intimidating yeah. that's weird <laughs> it can't be weird you know unless you know like a dude or something yeah anyway what closing thoughts you got aaron mm. we went through a lot today yeah you gave us your story which we appreciate uh, but what closing thoughts you got mm. that's a broad broad statement I mean, what would you say? This is your first podcast. It is. Closing it is. thoughts. I'm a rambler. I mean, I would say in terms of like apprenticeship and like the biggest takeaways I learned is like the 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 big difference that just like time and a day can take. Like, mm. you know what I mean? I remember coming to you and I'm getting worked up. I feel, you know, I'm emotional. Like I'm mm. like, this is going on. I feel like I messed up here. And you're like, we'll see. Like, let's come back tomorrow. And mm. I'm like, what? <laughs> I need to fix this right now. Mm. And you're like, we'll see you tomorrow. Yeah. And like, you know, you really forced, like that forced me to like give it time mm. where it's like, I'm like a big, like just like interviewing or like, mm. just like applying. Like I want to figure it all out right then. Did mm -hmm. I get the job? Am I coming for the interview? Like mm. all these things. And it's like, mm. did I pass the test? Like yeah. I want to know right then. And it's right. like being patient and like taking time is like really like important. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I can apply it now where mm -hmm. it's like maybe a certain dog is like struggling in aspects. And it's like the importance of giving them a break, giving myself a break, taking a day. Mm -hmm. Like that can seem daunting, but it's like, that's important. Right. You know, um, right. so like not shying away from that and also leaning into like what your gut's telling you. I mm -hmm. mean, I did a huge career change in my opinion. Mm -hmm. Like a lot of people were telling me, what are you doing? Like yeah. you have mm -hmm. a degree in this, like Definitely. you're abandoning that. And like, you know, you're, you're like all for what? Like, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? And it's mm -hmm. like, they don't understand what I'm, what I'm doing or they felt into the trap of like that nine to five. Like, I'm like, right. are you happy doing what you're doing? Right. Like, you know, so if you have that gut feeling of like what I did of not knowing what you want to do with your life and still after graduating and going through this motions that everyone tells you to do, mm -hmm. still feeling unsure, mm -hmm. like lean into it and figure it out. Because yeah. it's like, you're never stuck. I thought I was stuck. I'm like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm like, what can I do with this degree? And they're like, yeah, nothing. Go back to school. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't want to do that either. Yeah. But you find it. You just don't give up. Luckily, you type trainer in the <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and, and it's just like interests align. You know what yeah. I mean? Like you value the same, like a lot of similar things I do. Mm -hmm. um, and it just really felt like I was supposed to be here. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So you where, definitely were. You're um, supposed to be here. I, I, I do feel that way. And yeah. I, it just worked out for like Jake too, mm -hmm. where it's like without pursuing him to find what he's passionate about, mm -hmm. I wouldn't have even been here. Mm. So it's like everything happens for a reason. Right. So we think about that all the time and we're super blessed and like we just, we don't lose focus of that, mm -hmm. you know, and that keeps us like feeling that appreciation 
yeah. and that value in like what we both did for each other. Yeah. So for sure. Well, we definitely appreciate you guys and you and Jake together. Thank you. Right? Appreciate we appreciate both you. Guys. you. You guys oh. have helped us. You helped us move. You helped us get settled here in South Carolina. Like, we don't have anyone here, you know, in terms of family. Like, my aunt's in Myrtle Beach, but, you know, I see her every now and then. But you guys are local. You, know? you got the Revolution family now. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we don't go for wanting. That's, that's for right. sure. So, it's like, we've definitely super grateful, even with him going now. Like, he's going to Antarctica, and he's mm-hmm. just like, I know, like, you know, if you need help, you have it. Like, mm-hmm. you know, and it's it's a good feeling. Yeah. So. Well, it's then also family. in your apprenticeship, whenever, you know, Ben did start talking to you, we <laughs> didn't know this, but Ben has a uh, standard. He only talks to apprentices when they get to a certain point, right? Oh, I don't yeah. remember. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what was that point? Was it the uh, shadow week or something or the phase two test? I think it was when he was kind of like forced to and update videos. <laughs> There's a certain yeah. point of the apprenticeship. Ben told Aaron, well, I guess I can start talking to you now because you made it this long. Yeah. 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 There's a. Yeah, I get it. There's a lot of apprentices that won't make it. But uh, so anyway, Ben did that to Aaron. (laughs) And then they find out they both like ghost adventures, Mm. TV show. And so now this is all they talk about. They're out there. They're supposed to be shooting dog training videos. And here they are delaying the shooting of the video because they're talking about ghost adventures. I'm pretty sure someone now (laughs) is on the hook for ghost adventures and, well you uh, guys got me on the hook and they're sending us uh memes and videos <laughs> holy crap did you see that episode <laughs> and you're you're delaying me from doing my update video because you're talking about the episode we were okay so I'm right. just saying. <laughs> but it's such a good topic i mean and uh i get it well know? aaron and jake even went and explored a local ghost site at mm. edisto uh edisto beach yeah and jake you know he's not a believer he's not he, but uh he's he, he he debunked it he's he tried debunking. to debunk it. he tried to debunk it in he the words to. of ghost adventures and zach bagans <laughs> debunked <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one all right so anyway good to go with that so pack talk podcast is sponsored by canine revolution dog training which we just happen to have canine revolution dog training trainer aaron mm. right here with us yeah so aaron what's your most memorable memory the one memory the most memorable memory of canine revolution dog training mm. that you have with canine revolution oh god there's so many but the, the one number that's, one the one that's standing out for me right now is like an embarrassing moment on my part All through right. the apprenticeship let's hear it you just sprung on me that i was shooting my first update video oh. That wasn't sprung on you. I told no. you, hey, you're going to be no. doing it. You said, yeah, it's going to happen. But then it was like, just like the certification. It was like, yeah, it's happening right now. And I just didn't feel prepared. And I was like. That was a stressful day for you. Oh, my God. That was the that worst. That was a good thing. day you had to work through your stress. That was the worst thing you could have done to me in that moment. I was like, holy crap. You were and not happy with me Ben standing there like, are you ready? And I'm like, no. Like. Oh, goodness. No, not like that. But like, hey, like, hey, are you ready? No. Like, do you feel ready? No. Like, he's like he was giving you moral time. supporting me through it. And I'm just yeah. like, nope, not ready. No, nope, nope. I'm like, I'm going to go take a walk. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Ben is... Yeah. Ben is the trainer of all training of all apprentices trying to learn how to do update videos. Oh, yeah. He's the update him. video trainer. I, I, I asked him so yes. I asked him so many questions, mm. and I know he's got a, like so many bloopers on me. Where I'm like, can I restart? And it's like, 
yeah. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> uh, but that stands out a lot. And just overall, like, there's just funny times, too. I remember that day you were very upset with me. I was upset. I was like, Aaron, you're you're upset with me today. Mm. You're going to figure it out, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, but it was like I knew it was something I have to work through. Uh, yeah. But another favorite memory is, like, helping Chris with a dog. Uh mm. You know, it's a special dog he had. Oh, the big Rottweiler. Mm-hmm. Mm. I'm like, that was fun. Mm. Like, and like, I was like, I feel like I'm. That was a challenge. That was a challenge. But and I, I remember like, that because Chris told me after that session, he's like, Aaron is literally stronger <laughs> than me. He's like, I felt so comfortable that she was with me. Uh, yeah, but I mean, that dog, he was like, definitely, he needed some help. And I was like, yeah, I'll do it, Chris. Mm-hmm. I'll help you. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I just. You were waiting to help him. Oh, yeah. Because he never asked for help. No. You no. remember before that? We were all like, we're all there with him. And I'm like, all right, tell me if you need help. I'm literally, you're behind me. I'm behind Chris. I'm watching him work with this dog. And I'm like, all right, let me know if you need help. He gets bit because he won't ask for help. I'm like, dude, what the hell? But they, I you mean, know? that just goes to show like you're always learning. You right, know what I mean? Right. Oh, yeah. So even Chris with him doing this this long, like mm-hmm. it's super humbling. Like you have those humbling moments. Mm-hmm. And it's like, that's exciting to me. Because it's like, if you ever feel comfortable, you should probably retire. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So mm-hmm. you're always growing. You always have things to learn. And uh, definitely like one of my favorite things. The yeah. adrenaline was going. I was oh, like, what's yeah. next? Oh, yeah. You were What are we doing now, boys? <laughs> like, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> All right. But just so you guys know, we do have a staff of over 25 people. Mm-hmm. Training assistants, which Erin talked a little bit about as her time as training assistant. Yeah. Right? Um, all the trainers have to do that. All the trainers support training assistants, yeah. right? Um, so we have a staff of over 25 people ready to serve you and your dog. All of our trainers, episode 91 today, Aaron's episode. <laughs> episode 67 is my original story of how I got into dog training. Episode 52 is Lexi's story. Episode 51 is Kevin's story. Episode 48 is Chris's story. Mm. So if you want to hear their stories, you can go listen. I might have to redo my story, though. Oh, yeah? Yeah, because Lauren told me, my wife told me, it just sounds like I was a drunkard for half my life. I mean, we just didn't get into those aspects of my college experience, you know what I mean? She listened to my thing, she's like, you sound like a drunk. Hey, you know? it all, it's all paves the path. It's part of the part of the path, that's it's for sure. how you grow up. All right, caninerevolutiondogtraining.com. If you need dog training, just let us know. Happy mm-hmm. to help you guys out. Also, Canine Revolution Apparel. So if you want to be good to go, you can get onto Amazon, type in Canine Revolution Apparel, grab you a good to go shirt, grab mm-hmm. you a good to go hoodie, grab you a good to go mug, oh. grab you a, gu- a guinea shirt, grab you a Bobby Joe shirt, <laughs> grab you a dog shirt, right? Grab you a gym shirt, mm. Iron Revolution. I do like those. Aaron likes the tank tops. We need a, bu- we need a buck beak shirt. We need a buck beak shirt. Come on now. The next one we're working on is a like pirate theme, pirate theme dog shirt. Mm-hmm. It's almost done interesting yeah it's like hardcore gym and halloween you know halloween, oh, I do love some halloween. you got like you know pirate theme going on you can get you know some ghosts in yeah. there yeah there you go get some ghosts in there, in there. so anyway go on to amazon check out canine revolution apparel that does support the podcast and it supports yourself because mm-hmm. you need these shirts you also need the rain jacket <laughs> and the mug too so you know don't cut yourself short also we are uh, proud to be affiliated with origin usa now this is american made American sourced goods for you. So jeans, Aaron, jeans. Mm-hmm. Chris likes his jeans. We know. Aaron wore her jeans to the interview, <laughs> right? That means she likes jeans. 
right? <laughs> uh, they got belts on there. They got belts. Oh, God. Which the last time you and Jake came over to visit, we were shooting a little bit. Jake borrowed one of my belts. It was an origin belt. Mm. He asked to keep the belt. I said, sorry, that's my belt. <laughs> <laughs> I said, you have to go to Origin USA, get your own belt. <laughs> but you can go to, on to Origin USA. You can get belts. You can get boots. You can get jeans. All American made. All American sourced. All supporting America and supporting yourself. And I just told someone the other day, the only things I buy clothing-wise are Origin USA and Canine Revolution Apparel. Yeah, the only things I buy. You Everyone go to an knows. event, canine. <laughs> my gosh. <laughs> like, that's all he has in his closet. <laughs> well, you've been in my closet. <laughs> no, but I was just seeing what you wear to events. Like I'm like, oh, Addison's graduation, canine revolution shirt. I'm like, nice. I told nice. you. It's literally the only thing. Yeah. It really is. Anyway, you can go to originusa.com. <laughs> you can get uh, whatever you need on there. Use promo code SINGER101 for 10% off. Also, we're proud to be affiliated with Jocko Fuel. Aaron's over here drinking a Jocko Go mm -hmm. 50-50 sweet tea lemonade. What do you think? Good. Good? Yeah. You like it? Yeah. Your favorite flavor? It's pretty good. It's pretty good. It tastes like an Arnold Palmer. Nice. You know? Ben? Ben's on the pink mist today. Pink lemonade. <laughs> he needs another one already. I was on the mango today, mango mayhem, which is Echo Charles's flavor, mm. signature flavor. Anyway, you can go to Jocko Fuel. You can get your Jocko Goes, which is your clean energy. That way you're not drinking trash monster, you know, trash other energy drinks that are out there. Not good for you, right? Mm -hmm. um, you can also get your protein. Aaron talked about milk earlier. Good she likes stuff. the milk. They got some pumpkin stuff right now. They got the pumpkin milk. Did you get some? I'm about to. They got the milk out. Self. Yeah, you like your fall. You like your seasonal things. Oh, yeah. You're like Ben. Ben likes to decorate. You oh. like to decorate? Yeah, decoration. You got new decorations? Yeah, we were talking about decorations. Oh, here we go. We're going to get the yard skeletons. Okay. I got LED bats. LED bats. <laughs> that sounds nice. cool. Nice. I'm oh, getting yeah. the Harry Potter candles from the ceiling. Oh, nice. That's oh, yeah. a good one. Yeah. That's a good one. So. Nice. Same Aaron thing. is a Harry Potter fan. We didn't get into that, no. but she's a Harry Potter fan. Gotta be. Uh, so anyway, Jocko Fuel, you got your milk, which is your protein, which you can get the ready-to-drink ones, mm -hmm. which you just basically take them out of the case. You're drinking them. You're ready to go. Mm -hmm. You get the protein powder, which obviously you put in a shaker. You shake it up. You're good to go, right? You can get the protein cookie, which you think you're you, – you trick yourself because you're like, oh, I'm eating a cookie, but it's actually protein. You love those. So, yeah, you're good for – it's good for you. Oh, you know, good we, for you. Are they Oreo <laughs> It's flavored? the good for you cookies. Mm. Chocolate chip, you know. <laughs> they also got the greens on there. Yeah. Which I know Jake stocked up on some greens. Yeah. They got the creatine. They got the pre-workout now, new pre-workout, which Ben is getting on. Or he said he was. I got some to try out. <laughs> yep. You need some right now. <laughs> so anyway, you can go to Jocko Fuel. You can get American-sourced, American-made supplements that are good for you. Clean energy, clean supplements for you. You can use code SINGER101 for 10% off. All right. Quick update to our partnership program. Mm -hmm. Ben doesn't even know. Mm. Quick update to our partnership program. We're doing away with the digital certificates. People don't like the digital <laughs> certificates. So we're doing away with the digital certificates. Now it's a just referral program. Mm. We still have the same partners, but now you just tell them, hey, I'm with Canine Revolution Dog Training. Boom, you get your discount. Nice. And, uh, of course, these are in the South Carolina low country. So if you're a listener from other parts of the country, Maybe we got to get some uh, referrals in your areas. You might have mm -hmm. to send some to us. But for now, they're in the South Carolina Low Country. We got DT Mobile Detailing, David. 
and me and Ben saw him at a local festival we were just at. And uh, Aaron's used them before. Oh, yeah. Aaron's car. Let's just say Aaron's <laughs> car. I'll never forget. She shows up to work. I'm like, damn, you got a new car? She's like, no, I just had David come and clean it. I was like, holy oh, shit. Yeah. That thing needed it. It was a move <laughs> with three dogs from Texas up to here and then just dog training added on to it. He did awesome, though. Oh, it yeah. great. Oh, yeah. David's good to go. He'll come to your house. Marine Corps veteran, he does everything at your convenience. We've also got Sharpshooter Pressure Wash, which is technically our trainer, Chris, technically his brother, Josh, right? He's the owner, but Josh comes to your house, he'll pressure wash your house, he'll pressure wash your chicken coop, you know, whatever you need, right? So call him up. We got All Is Well in Somerville, which is your dog holistic mm-hmm. dog food, dog nutrition, which I think Aaron's like their number one customer. I like All Is Well. She keeps our uh, cards in stock over there, which I was just there yesterday. I was impressed. You kept the cards like full. Oh, I gave you them kept a them whole full. stack. Yeah, you got a full stack. Like, you over should there. be good for a while. And I saw you put some of the other cards in the back. Oh, you know, so no one can you see know what I'm there to do. <laughs> yeah, I get those out of the way. <laughs> I, I should just take them. And you then should just, just, you know, kind of throw them in the dumpster I'm on the like, way what out. Are these you know? <laughs> All is well was on podcast episode 14. We've also got Carolina Premier Inspections and Pest Control, which is Bob mm-hmm. and Eric, right? Eric is the pest control side of the house. Bob's the inspection guy. And Bob, you know, Aaron, when you buy a house, you need to have Bob come out there and inspect oh, yeah. it for you. We know. Because Ben learned the hard way. He didn't have Bob come out. He learned the hard way. I told him he didn't listen to me, but now he knows. Right. Uh, yeah, we had a rough experience with our first buy, so oh, yeah. I'm not taking any chances. Then on the pest control side, they'll come out, treat your house, treat your yard, do your termites, all that. Bob was on episode seven, uh, 74 of the podcast. Also partnered with the Velasquez company. That's your painting, that's your fencing, that's your drywall repair. Antonio, right? Antonio is the uh, guy, the go-to guy there, and uh, you know he's a runner. He's doing a marathon coming up. He's uh, increasing his workouts. Right? So he's he's up in his game in the health and fitness world. Right? We've also got Black Force MMA, Dwight Decker, mm-hmm. Hall of Fame, MMA Hall of Fame. Uh, he's the owner over there. They got a gym in there. They got the mats, obviously, for training. Jake Aaron's husband, we've been talking about him a lot today, but he is a big uh, jiu-jitsu guy. Yeah. And he'll come home and, you know, he'll be all banged up and Aaron <laughs> has to ice him up and get him ready for the next day, yeah. get some mulk in him. Yeah. You know, that kind of stuff. <laughs> yep. So, anyway, Dwight was on episode 71. Also, we got Cane Bay Chiropractic, which is Doc Anthony. Aaron already mentioned she's using some chiropractic care, um, but he's on episode 7. Lanzara Defense Solutions, that's Doc Anthony's other business, which is CWP, Concealed Weapons Permit, and Defensive Pistol Courses. He was on episode 58 talking about mass shootings. We did a whole deep dive on mass shootings and some historical outlooks on them and some things that we believe could be done to prevent them in the future or at least some things to be aware of yourself when you're out and about places i mean we were just at a festival the other day super busy mm-hmm. what's chris thinking mm-hmm. he's like hey i'm, I'm keeping an eye out because mm-hmm. this would be like one of those places you yeah. know what i'm saying if you think about that one uh like las vegas concert yeah. you know that dude just started laying into people so being aware paying attention to things around you but not being obsessive about it, you know, having that healthy it's balance. A fine line. Yeah. Well, Chris might be a little bit obsessive about <laughs> that kind of stuff. Y'all are always ready, though. Uh, then we got Aquafusion IV Hydration, which is some uh, alumni from the revolution. But basically, you need nutrients, right? You need vitamins. You need minerals. You need to be hydrated. 
you can go to Aqua Fusion in uh, downtown Somerville. They'll hook you up to an IV. They'll pump you full of everything you need. Then you'll be good to go. Oh. You know? <laughs> so if you got a 5K coming up, go get you some nutrients before that 5K. Mm. Right? You got, uh, you know, a late Halloween party coming up or a bonfire for someone's birthday coming up. Oh. You never know. Maybe the day before <laughs> or day after, go get you an IV with some nutrients so you're ready to handle those types of big events. Yeah. You know? So that's something to think about. Right? Did you use them before the 5K? No, mm, but you wish you did. I probably should have. Yeah. Yeah. I got two 5Ks coming up now. Yeah. Same. Like in the next couple of weeks. Oh. Or they're within a couple of weeks of each other. Is that the ones I'm signed up to? Yeah. Because oh. it's the Thanksgiving <laughs> one and the Christmas one. Yeah. And they're like two weeks away from each other or whatever. So probably need to get some IV hydration going on. Get those nutrients. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, that's a lot of work in that time period. And I think the bonfire that you're talking about is pretty <laughs> close to that, too. It is. It's like two weeks before so, that. I mean, you might have to, you know, yeah, you're definitely going to be t- paying a visit. <laughs> well, you know, I'm going to be getting my strength training in, too. Mm-hmm. You know, so like one of those runs, I think, is on a Saturday. You know, that morning I'm going to be getting my deadlifts in mm-hmm. and then going to that run. Mm-hmm good idea because good yeah idea. then also our trainer workout is trainer workouts close. coming we up some, we got some we got, stuff coming we got some up. stuff coming up yeah. yeah so you definitely want to be 100 percent ready to go <laughs> which you're on the jocko fuel that's helping you but then you get the iv hydration aquafusion that's helping you even more yeah, you know what i'm saying yeah plus we got the the bad daddies i mean come on that's gonna take a toll on you too you know, we got that workout, then we got the Bad Daddy's Burger Bar oh, scenario. That's replenishing, I mean, guys. that's that's taking a lot. That's oh, taking a toll, you know. <laughs> we need to get them on the referral program. <laughs> we do need to get them on the <laughs> referral program. <laughs> All right, so check out those partners. Check out Pack Talk Podcast on YouTube. If you want me to be a guest speaker at your event, you can email me, chadsinger at caninerevolutiondogtraining.com. We do have a speech up on our YouTube channel that I did for one of Antonio's events called Achieving Freedom, so you can watch that on YouTube. If you're a business owner or you're a dog trainer, if you need a coach or consultant, you can email me at chadsinger at caninerevolutiondogtraining.com. We'd be happy to help you out. And last but not least, thank you to all our military, active, retired uh, veterans, mm-hmm. right? Military supporters, right? First responders, teachers. Don't forget about the teachers. We heard about Aaron's experience teaching today, and you can only imagine behind the scenes, right? You take your kids to school, you drop them off, you pick them up. You know, the su- the school's out for summer. You're like, oh, the teachers are off for summer, whatever. Mm-hmm. You don't really understand what all the teachers are going through. Yeah. But we do. We don't. We don't really know, but we appreciate everything that teachers are doing to sacrifice for our kids, our communities. You know, Erin knows because she was there, but obviously I wasn't a teacher. But anyway, military, first responders, teachers, thank you guys for all you're doing. We definitely appreciate what you're doing for our country, our communities, for the next generations, right, that are coming up. And so at Canine Revolution, we want to make sure we cover you as far as dog training goes. We're proud to offer discounts for all you guys so just reach out to us let us know how we can help you maybe you're a teacher and you're like hey i want aaron to train my dog because she was a teacher and we have similar (laughs) understandings of of life and all that reach out to us say i want aaron to train my dog right she's gonna she's gonna contact you she's gonna do your consultation she's gonna train your dog for you good to go she's gonna do your follow-up she's gonna train you yeah right so no factor there oh yeah yeah (laughs) i'm training everyone (laughs) But anyway, we appreciate you guys listening. As always, please give us any feedback. 
that you have for the podcast. Let us know any episodes you want us to do, mm-hmm. right, for any topics you have for us. Also, leave us a five-star rating on your favorite podcast platform. And until next time, this is Pack Talk Podcast, out.